Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans. Putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This week in league, Toowoomba experiences the worst flooding in five years as Glenn moves there during Polynesian Test Weekend. Sam Burgess opens a new burger joint. Try the Julie's Burger. It tastes like salty crow. The Broncos become frontrunners to sign all Mormon players due to their only play on Fridays policy. And we preview all the action for round 10 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more this week in league. Welcome to episode 221 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome to all our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. And uh, don't forget, if you're a new listener and on Twitter, give us a shout and uh, we'll get Twill Nation to show you some love. Or Facebook too, really, for that matter. Um, this week, got to throw a shout out. This has came very late um, to Aussie, Aussie Chuck Bravo, who is a friend of an uh, old listener of the show, Garth, from Wayne's World. Um, <laughs> no, his na- name is Garth, but... Uh, now, Aussie Chuck Bravo should actually change his name to Skinny Dave Taylor because from the photo we received, it was actually sent to us and pitched in terms of like, don't you think this guy looks like Dave Taylor? And um, he looks like he could be the fat, touchy, slimmer, less less lazy, fat cunt brother. Um, so welcome, sir. And his Twitter handle is at uh, Aussie Chuck Bravo, and that's Aussie O-Z-Z-I-E. So uh, make him feel welcome. Uh, where are we? Mailbag stuff for this week. Mick the Perm. Salary Sombrero, and this is not the only person we heard it from, but this is the first person we heard it from. Salary Sombrero, a reference on Matty Johns. It wasn't out of this week in league thing first. Yes, it was. And, like, we're talking, like, around the time, either before or around the time the storm got busted, which is, mm. like, first 10 episodes of the show ever kind of material. So, yeah, we're talking a uh, talking a while ago. Um, Whipsy77. Vo- <laughs> Toya Vossi on the broadcast is every time I say Simona I want to break out into my Sharona get your own material Vossi hash thief <laughs> actually that was that was pure Glenn that one the real Jedi one for you Jay defending the severity of the punishment now they backflip on the five still happy fucking piss week NRL five years of cheating 100% agreed now on that I mean I, I didn't take it as that they that they backflipped all they've done is just they've just, they've just suspended the sentencing until it all, all wraps up in the first week of June. Um, if it's still, if if they're still found to to have done everything, they're still losing the points and all that sort of stuff. Plus, if they don't get under the cap, they're still going to, you know, they may earn points, but they'll lose any accumulated under that yeah. Ill- illegible period. So, all all it was was Todd came out and said they're not earning points until they're under the cap and yeah. the five yeah. are gone. And then, they, yeah, then, they, uh, then the five turned up to the Supreme Court because saving their own skins was their top priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Todd came out and said, oh, well, okay, 
that's not a condition anymore. Yeah. Uh, which which just made him look like he had no teeth. Well, and then it's come out since they obviously made they made a deal. They dropped the fucking they, they dropped the injunction, and he'll let them serve in a restricted in a restricted kind of capacity, capacity so yeah. they can do what they got to do up until like June three or whenever their deadline for reply is. I, I think his biggest mistake here wasn't what he did; it's that he didn't control the narrative. Yeah, yeah. He ne- he needed to be out there breaking it, saying yep. this was the condition that was imposed. Mm-hmm. These weak sons of bitches' first priority is going to the the Supreme Court. Yeah, make them look like the cunts that they are, and now, in the sp- continual, yeah, continual. in the spirit of allowing Parramatta to. If we suspend them now, obviously it's going to be difficult for them to to reply to the you know allegations and all that sort of stuff. So, in the interest of you know, what's that fucking what do they say? Procedural fairness. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll let them you know stand for now. That's it. And then once they reply, we'll obviously adjudicate on what's happened. And uh, when it comes down, then they're gone. Yeah. If you know, if the, if it's all, you which know, is really out. odd. Which probably says more about the people he had advising him. Surely, yeah. if there was the possibility of them going to the Supreme Court for an injunction, that should have been raised. Yeah, they should have well before that. the NRL uh, handed well, down. Well, Parramatta findings. also released the statements. You know, so, you know, that, and the way they were speaking in advance, I, I think the legal the legal option was always an option that was yeah. on the table. I mean, it was, it was crazy that they thought that they wouldn't you know, get away with it. Yeah, they wouldn't come up with that. Uh, R-Pop, my take on the Eels drama, they will not make the finals. No chance. Even if from this week they're playing for points. I also think if they're able to play for points and they don't get the spoon, then they should just consider themselves very lucky. Uh, a club that has systematically cheated the salary cap over numerous years that's finally come to head deserved the spoon, in my opinion. Well, they're not going to get the spoon. No. Unless they spectacularly implode. Unless mentally. to get under the cap. They get Robbie Farrell. Yeah. Well, any you know they pay him forty five schnitzels a year, which is cap exempt. But he but he can make the schnitzels. <laughs> he can make his own schnitzels. Yeah, those ingredients, man. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, very expensive. You, you got to you pound out, you know. <laughs> well, Robbie Farrell would take a full time spot in first grade for the leftover schnitzels from two for one schnitzel Tuesday. <laughs> Rodney McDonald 2. I'm quite sure this is the first time Rodney McDonald has ever, or two, or the first one, has ever tweeted us. Grand final matchup. Sharks, Eels. Eels win. NRL discovered January 18. They were still over the cap. Take the premiership off Eels. Don't give it to Sharks. So it I sounds see, like it sounds like a better version I of what I see yours. where you're going there. It sounds like a more refined version of what you have put to the... I see where you're going there, but that would still give Sharks fans some relief. That would give them, like, the odd one, oh, yeah, well, technically... You never want to give a Sharks fan the chance to go, oh, yeah, well, technically... Yeah, but when people say, oh, technically, then you can just go... Open up the fucking... Open up the, the history book. <laughs> show me show me where it says you won the, won the comp. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the biggest tiger. Jay... With an excellent description of Jamie Lyon, um, Nate's defence was Im- as embarrassing as Lyon's dive. <laughs> uh, the, the, the dive was fine. He didn't even lay down trying to get a penalty. He just he just dived. The, the fucking the, the bunker. You know they they drew their own conclusions. No, he, he didn't yeah. lay down. He tried to get an obstruction. Oh, he he did. He 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 got up and like you know he said, "Look, I'm just going to let the evidence at the bunker fucking you know." <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that he didn't want to get an obstruction call. <laughs> that is the rugby league version of, I'm not racist, but... <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, but nah, 
Fuck me. Nate's excuses for Jamie Lyons' Olympic quality divers top-notch trolling. I tipped a, I tipped my hat to your shit doing prowess. Thank you, sir. You're literally the only person that got it. <laughs> Tater underscore chips. Ex- exhibit B. Nate's love for Jamie Lyon, Jamie Lyon down for a penalty is making me nauseous. <laughs> um, Erebus Chaos. Hey, Nate knows... Hey, hey, Nate, how's that Kool-Aid taste? Fuck me. Talk online was next level Glenn. I'm surprised he wasn't called Little Aussie Battler. <laughs> I, I actually sincerely apologise. I didn't drop that in because on it, like the, the way it sounded in my head, I was sure I did use it because I mean that was that was definitely the intention. <laughs> um, Paraman Mark Two, Bahaha! This week in league take two. I'm a little confused as to who Jay was calling a grub. Lion soured, lol. <laughs> I was talking about Jamie Lion and I misspoke and said Jamie soured. Problem is, you said Lion once and soured about six times. <laughs> Well, given it was in the section talking about someone being a grubby, soulless cunt diving, it should have been obvious I was talking about Jamie Lyon. Well, you know, but you were talking about Jamie Soward, though, weren't you? Like, look, put it this way: if you, if you, if you, like, you, you meant you meant Jamie Lyon about as much as as much as Glenn do, doesn't have Broncos as he <laughs> Um Having a chat on the phone to Glenn today, and uh, yeah, we, we, we were talking about your start to the show and. And um, the the terrible, terrible mistakes of judgment you've made in regards to X Factor and other things. <laughs> I mean, all like just if 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 nothing else, you should have seen Glenn the, the one time at the at the end of a show or something when he when he's he's tired and it's like eleven thirty, twelve at night, and he's talking about the Broncos and he just. He's half asleep. He's on autopilot, and he mistakenly says the word "we,", we. and just that little thing. He didn't even he didn't go on like a rant about how much he hates the word "we." <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam the Warden. Jay's ultimate grand final fantasy doesn't involve his own team. Hashtag X Factor. Hashtag shit fan. Huh, that's not true. At all. That's, uh, that's it's no. true. No, no, no. I'm, I'm prepared to take one for the team that is the greater good of years and years and years and years. Yeah, but you said it was your ultimate fantasy. I mean, your ultimate fantasy is to is, is surely to you know, oh, somehow the jag a comp. The ultimate fantasy for this year's grand final. Okay, okay, mm. fair enough. So you you still you don't want you, you're not playing for premierships this year either. Is that what you said? <laughs> Poor Penrith. This is what you're working with, Cody Girdlestone. Hey, continuous improvement. That's all I ask for. And as Glenn, as Glenn was in the in seat, and as as I am in this seat, the you know you you kind of become the the, the surrogate, the fan, of the club. <laughs> so so it's fair to say that Penrith Pan, Penrith Panthers fans don't want their team to win the premiership this year. That's what I'm taking from this, Cody Girdlestone. If I wanted to get a membership. Paying cash, I'm not saying that I do. <laughs> Where would I deliver the brown paper bag? Just a hypothetical, mate. You don't deliver it, fuck knuckle. DM that you shit leave. for fuck's sake. You leave it on a park bench. Is your Parramatta executive put it on the main timeline like that? Yeah. At, least D- at least DM that shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Voodoo Rock. Effing filler, how dare you? If I tweeted about Parra for the last episode, it would have been just the word cunt a lot. Hashtag annoyed. We didn't say it was filler. We said you were filler busters. So, I mean, like, you just, yeah, basically trying to, basically trying to, f- to fill our sh- length of our running time of our show with non salary cap related stuff and like so, other things. A filler buster is mm. a political strategy, mainly out of the United States, 
where one person will talk and talk and talk and talk about talk. anything, like unrelated to anything. All they're doing is just keeping their spot open, it was, talking. It was there one person that got up and like just read out of a recipe book for yep. for four hours. Yeah, and the and idea, it's often longer than four hours. Like yeah. they've got to do it for like thirty two hours and to get something. Yeah, you can't go to the bathroom. You can't Nothing. leave. You can't sleep. Yep. And the idea is that you pass, um, I think, the acceptable amount of time for for certain objections to to things to be raised. Yeah, yeah, and basically, you just you, what you're doing is you just you just uh, you just occupying the floor f- for the entire period of time in which something you know like actual real business could be passed. Yeah, and, but it's and, almost and to a the specific deadline. goal. Like yeah, it. and the idea is to exceed the deadline it takes to pass a particular piece yeah. of legislation or something. And um and yeah, so. So we're just saying you were talking waffle to distract us from and not yeah. have us put any more... And which is also together. why the episode was about three hours last week. <laughs> <laughs> Basically because of you, Voodoo Rock. Uh, HoopDog87. Uh, sent a tweet to... He included us in the tweet and sent it to the Toronto Wolfpack. Now, can you please stop teasing with that Lycra unitard on the site and reveal the jerseys? Indeed. Uh, you know what, though? I yes. do think that the Wolfpack should send four of those. Mm-hmm care of Penrith Panthers to the Pantherettes um, yep. just to really get their Australian fan base up and running yep and uh, maybe put them in the put them in the dryer first for a cycle he's fucking sex pest I'm talking about improving <laughs> I'm just saying relationships I'm, I'm just saying they're not going to fit into a football player's jersey it needs to be smaller that's all I'm saying they're for the fans I'm sure they have small sizes <laughs> I'm sure there's so get the small size put in the dryer <laughs> <laughs> Sexy unschooled Bethany. Being the uh, the social media masters that those girls are, best thing you can do for your brand in Australia. Sexy underscore Bethany ninety seven. Love this week's apps, boys. Best podcast ever. Thank you, Mario Siegs. Did Jamie Soward fuck Jay's firstborn? So much hate. <laughs> Hash not his go. Hash even better bloke. <laughs> <laughs> At Bernard JKD. Send us send us uh, several tweets, but um. Interestingly, and a couple of people sent us this one too, the Toronto Wolfpack will play in alternating four or five week blocks home and away. They'll be based for training in Bradford when in the UK. So that makes perfect sense and that's a very smart way to do it and it totally uh, overcomes that, well, that, was close. that jet lag thing. What did we say? Wouldn't they do six months home, six months away or something? I, th- I think that's what you said, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. So that's four or five week blocks is certainly much much more doable and then you know, if there's a bit of lead time before and after the... You know, the first game before the first game, after the last game before, yep. the, you know, that's that's perfect. Uh, Wally Frogmore, uh, by the way, I'm hashtag Team Long Ep regarding this week in League Pod. We're not. I don't. I mean, the episodes go as long as they go, and you know, we've tr- we've we've foolishly said at times that episodes will be going less than two hours, and you know, then this Parramatta shit happens, and of course, we just basically try and cover as many of the angles as we could think of, and next thing you know, you spend an hour talking about that one fucking thing, and. Yeah, you're not going to get the rest into an hour, but... I slept in last Friday and missed a fairly important flight, so... <laughs> team yeah, team Long Ep Yeah, um, suck it. And team, team, team J just fucking dropped the ball entirely. <laughs> I mean, where's your support crew making sure you're up for that flight? <laughs> <laughs> so would you set, you actually set an alarm though, right? You oh, yeah, I, I snoozed that son of a bitch. Like autopilot snoozed it. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep. that's just fucking ridiculous. Need to get your feet on the floor. Uh... Where are we? Up Hops again. I just finished last week's app. The reviews were hilarious. Absolute piss-taking gold. That was sincere. Can't fuck up. Tater underscore chips. I'm listening to the Paris stuff because unlike the board, I can cop it. Thank you for being 10 times more gentle than I expected. So I told you we weren't going to be cunts about it. We're all about the love. 
MySignal85. Hey, fellas, do you think a magic weekend like in England would work in the NRL? Four games each day at ANZ Stadium, um, or two days at ANZ, two days at Suncorp? I think it would be fucking tremendous, and not only... Do, I don't think it should be a weekend. If you really need to involve other cities, then mm. just do a weekend at Suncorp, you know, a third of the way through the season or something, and then do a weekend in uh, at ANZ, and then do a, do a weekend down at Amy as well, because, I mean, Melbourne yeah. people like sporting events. Don't That's fucking it. go. Like, yeah. and, and people... And if you do it, th- like, just three times a year in three, you know, destination cities, then... Sydney people and Melbourne people can plan for the flying up for the Brisbane one, you know? Like, we yep. can plan to fly down to the Melbourne one. Yep. And people will actually fly to... The fan bases will fly to these games if you give them enough time to prepare, you know, yep. to accommodation and everything. And it would be awesome atmosphere. Like, even the doubleheaders are awesome at Suncorp. Yep. Um, I haven't been to any of the, the doubleheader in Sydney, but I've been to uh, the doubleheaders at Sunny, and, and they're fucking great. Like, awesome fun, and I mean, you, I mean, you always get a decent crowd at Suncorp anyway, but you're guaranteed like a full, a full house. Yep. And it's it's great, and like that's just two games. You could easily in winter, you could easily run four games a day. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, you know, just start them at lunchtime or whatever, and you know, just go through to you know. Be fine. I'd really love to see the NRL, and I haven't seen anything. Not saying that it isn't there. I'd really love yep. to see the NRL using this as a weekend to get more families to live games. That there, well, there have to be something that they can do. Well, like, if you're doing it as a, as like four games a thing, and I mean, if you if you kick your first game off at like ten a.m., yep, then that's easy. Yeah, and then well, have another game like take a break over over lunch. Whatever, start the next one at two. Yep. Yeah, you know, and then you go you know four but six, and you're done by eight, and that's something your families can do completely. There's no there's no stadium in Australia. Yep. That's a capacity for for weekend games. Yep. Um, for example, last Saturday was free comic book day. Yep. Every comic book shop in the world gave out a bunch of free comic books. Yep. Uh, I stood in a line with a nine-year-old and a two-year-old for an what hour. Kind of, yeah, so an hour, and how long was the line for that hour? Where's Comic Etc. now? Is that where you went? Yeah, at, at Elizabeth Still on Elizabeth Street. Street. Yep. Yep, so, it was down to the corner where uh, Top Shop is. Yep. That's where like, the that's the corner where Borders used to be. Yep, yep okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then by the time it started moving, it was... Where's Comics Etc. now on that street? Because they're not where they used to be. Because they used to be like pretty much the first shop after Borders for a while there. No, Back no, in the 90s past, when I was there. So now they're up past where Daily... Down, so past where Daily Planet used to be or where... No, 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 no. Uh, so further towards the casino. Yeah, yeah. Well, Daily Planet used to be further... Because maybe you don't remember. Daily Planet used to be under the Winter Garden. No, but there's once... Yeah, no, before this, there's, there was a time there where they were all on Elizabeth Street. And... You had, um, say you're starting at Borders, where Borders, that, that corner, the Albert Street and Elizabeth Street corner. You walk up on the left-hand side of the road where they are now, but you walk up and the very first shop... Yep. Because, like, you know, there's a bit of, there's a long wall of what, of what is Borders for a while. Yep. And gardens and stuff. The first shop you come to, that was da- that was comics, etc. for fucking eight. Like, when before I went to Japan, it was. When I got back from Japan, it was. So, we're talking like mid-90s. Yeah, okay. And then you walk up further... And now there's like, oh fuck! I don't, I, I don't go in a city at all. But uh, last time I went there, there was like a Korean grocery store or something about halfway up. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Daily Planet. Yeah, okay. And then downstairs was Skinny's, like the music store. Yeah, and sure. Daily Planet was on top. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, I, I don't know where the fuck they are. Is Daily Planet? Is it around the mall or something now or something? Or is, no, it doesn't exist uh, anymore. It, it's further down Elizabeth Street towards yeah. um towards the water. But okay. Well, my point being that you. You know, I stood in a line with these kids for, for an hour, and yep. he got in there, and he picked out the the free ones that he could get, Yep. and then, because I was an adult, he was allowed to get my five ones as well, oh, so okay, he picked cool. out another five, Yep. and then he's got home, and the whole idea is, they give you free stuff, 
and then you get home and your kid reads them and they say, I want Dad, number- can you buy me more of these? Yeah. I, I need the next one, I need this, I need yep. this. A, a double header, and especially one at at a family-friendly time, Yep. they should be doing everything in their power to get kids to that game with their families yep. and make it an enjoyable experience Look, for them. Look, I can, I can tell you, a case in point... I've, uh, every time there's a is there a Titans or a Broncos game that's going to finish at a reasonable hour, like I, you know, the five thirty game at the latest. Yep. I'll take I'll take my kid in to watch it, and I'll take him down to Gold Coast, you know, whatever. And um, let me tell you, I fucking the last game he went to was uh, the Broncos Tigers one last year. Yeah. And so that was the one where you could go onto the on the onto the field on after the, field the game afterwards. and stuff. Yeah. And so. Yep. He fucking he fucking loved it, and he's like always uh, he's always saying, "When are we going to Manly? When are we going to Manly?" Yeah. Like you know, when are we because like he just got these things. He just calls it, you know, going to Manly, um, and yeah, and like and so what do we get this year? Seven fifty game at fucking Lane Park, and yep. a Monday night football down the Gold Coast. Yep. So go fuck yourselves. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's fucking it's frustrating because he's I mean he's he's not interested in watching a game if if Manly's not involved, but he's still he's interested in going to games for other teams, but he yeah. loses in. He, he, he loses interest again you know, pretty quickly in the actual game if it's not if it's not manly and if and even if it's manly if fucking Matai's not playing he's not interested either so gonna have to overcome that over the next couple of years but um not looking forward to that conversation. <laughs> what are you gonna do when you have that conversation when he wants to get cornrows? If he can have cornrows, I don't give a fuck. As long as he plan- as long as he plans to to you know do like you know derivative like you know southern southern rock meshed with hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> No, you kidding. should really be expecting some calls from docs over the next couple of days. <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta let, you gotta, gotta let kids express themselves. <laughs> oh, look, my eldest, he has a little mate at school. He's yep. a white kid named LeBron. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. How old? Nine. So, okay, so it's like that's original Cavs era, right? That's OG LeBron. That's OG LeBron. Yeah. Fuck. Man, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and in Australia too, you know, yeah. like in America, there's probably like, you know, that's probably not dime a dozen, but I mean, it would be quite common, I would imagine, you know, of an era of kids. And, you know, Miami, I bet you there's a lot of LeBron's fucking yeah. starting school around about now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's probably some older Cleveland, but, you know, what happens to those Cleveland's? Like, the way he left the first time, like now they'd be like, fucking great. Name a kid LeBron, but that <laughs> first time, there would have been a hard few years in the middle. Because <laughs> 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 I burned jerseys and shit, like, you know. It was, was like that, that time we. <laughs> Will you dump a girl? Yeah. And your mates were all like, oh, she was a cunt. I fucking hated her. And you get back with her again. <laughs> and then the next week. <laughs> uh, hey. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> oh, I always liked her, mate. <laughs> you, you, I was just saying that to, to make you feel better. Oh, you're getting married? Oh, that's fucking, that's great. I was always hoping you two would make it. <laughs> it's so easy to get roped into that shit, though. Oh, like, it's so easy to fucking, that's a, such a trap. <laughs> That's what my step. Anything that happens, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, hope you're right. Doing okay. Yeah, let me know if you need anything. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, Yeah, that is the uh, the net complete level of involvement that I want to take in. That is. Yeah, it's just it's hard when they start. Oh, that fucking slut! There, there, mate. (laughs) Are you gonna get back with her again? Um, Can I get a number? X-Factors, Cobra Burgers. If the parrot eels cheat the cap in the forest and no one's there to hear it, will we ever know what their X-Factor is? That's just so... 
Phil Phil Tasker via Facebook. Braith Anasta says Fiji have got more first grade experience than PNG and probably more X factors throughout their team. Let me tell you, Braith Anasta's the one. He is based on the tweets we get. Because I, I must yeah. admittedly, I don't watch a lot of rugby league programming outside of games themselves. Yep. So I, was, I don't watch the shows through the week and that, that kind of thing because I'm you know, usually recording fucking shows and stuff. But um, but apart from the game itself, so Braith and Asta, from all reports, appears to be Drop, the number one drops, proponent. Yeah, drops a lot of X Factor in, doesn't he? Not a week goes by since this X Factor thing has raised its head that we haven't had a tweet saying something about Braith and Asta and X Factors. Maybe he's planning like a Gene Simmons style. Because they're Gene Simmons, you know the symbol yeah. for money with the, the S, yep, yep. with the two things in it, yep. on a bag? Yep. Gene Simmons copyrighted that. Really? Yep. How could he copyright that? I mean, that was like, that's like the US... Yeah, but it's America. Yeah. Jeez. So not... Uh, and and I think Braith's waiting to, to copyright the term X Factor. Jeez, he's going to struggle. Southern <laughs> Star Indemol or someone probably have something to say about that. <laughs> Simon Cowell or whoever fucking invented the, the TV show. Man, fucking... That's crazy. Fucking Gene Simmons copyrighted that. How, yeah, they, how the fuck are they going to get away with that? There was these, there was these cocksuckers on YouTube who um, who uh, made a, uh, quite, a, quite a large YouTube channel um, based on reaction videos. So, like, you know, someone, not even themselves, but, like, you know, someone, like a grandma reacts Watch to the latest something. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, Jay, Jay reacts to Harlem Shake Poop. I mean, you, that's not on YouTube because it actually started beating his dick. But... <laughs> But, you know, YouTube-friendly stuff. So then they have, you know, like, oh, whatever, like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, mm-hmm. I imagine, would be a good level for YouTube, and that would generate them, you know, millions of hits on each video. They trademarked the term reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it didn't It didn't happen. It didn't... It wasn't allowed to happen. But, I mean, and they just watched their, their subscriber level just go fucking, you know, <laughs> into the toilet because um, they, you know, conceivably, if it had have gone through, if they were successful, they would have been able to take legal action against half of the videos on YouTube, basically like a standard style of fucking video, you know? So, um, yeah, America is fucked with that, though. But that, that Gene Simmons thing, that fucking blows my mind blows my mind what a smart cut really I mean <laughs> piece of shit but smart um, piece of shit because he's saying hip hop's dead and stuff the other, just the other week just fucking shut your mouth man um, this week in Luke Dawn the boys from Super League Potter back and um, just worth mentioning as well they have the, their 100th episode coming up it'll be next week's episode the, the one this week is 99 100th one's coming up so if you haven't got onto them yet give them a listen well um, done boys because it takes it let me tell like I've heard that it takes some commitment to grind your way into triple figures <laughs> <laughs> certainly more than most shows demonstrate that's for sure so well done to the boys for showing the fucking minerals to uh, to yeah just keep plowing through because let me tell you every week is not as easy as <laughs> some weeks are much harder than others um, so anyway here they go for this week to all our Australian friends uh, it's Tom and Mark from the Super League pod bringing you a slightly different edition of This Week in Luke Dawn in that there were no Super League fixtures being played this weekend it was in fact the sixth round of our Challenge Cup competition Mark yes yeah, so the Challenge Cup is a knockout competition if you're not familiar with it down under unlike anything you have in the NRL really um, we 
saw all the Super League teams join this round and the, the crapper Super League teams joined the round before and now that the higher echelon teams have joined the competition and um, it all builds towards a final at the historic Wembley Stadium in the August, uh, height of our summer uh, in August but at this stage, it's it's early doors. And what were the results, Tom? Okay, so uh, the Batley Bulldogs from the Kingston Championship hosted the Catalan Dragons. And as you might expect, the Super League side won out 40 points to four. An all-Super League tie between Huddersfield and Leeds in repeat of last week's Super League fixture saw the Giants emerge victorious again with a 36 points to 22 win. Castleford and Salford uh, played on Saturday afternoon with a patched-up Castleford side deploying Grant Millington in the halves, believe it or not coming out on top 32 points to 18 uh, over the Salford Red Devils um, Oldham from the championship played in front of a, a good crowd for those guys in front of 3,000 against the Warrington Wolves but were quite handsomely beaten 70 points to 10 by the Warrington side Wakefield took on Toulouse Olympique from the French competition and won by 40 points to 22 Dewsbury from the championship played the Wigan Warriors and lost 40, uh, lost by 4 points to 44 it was Halifax 18 Widnes Vikings 28 and the final fixture of the round saw St Helens beaten handsomely at home by Hull FC 47 points to 18 Yes, yeah, so now the draw took place for the next round which is the quarterfinals of the cup competition and that will see Hull FC host the Catalan Dragons Wigan Warriors host the Castleford Tigers Warrington Wolves will play a local derby against the Witness Vikings and Huddersfield Giants will play the Wakefield Trinity Wildcats that will be played at the end of June so we'll have another six, five or six weeks of Super League until then um, and that will be an exciting weekend, though. Absolutely, and with any luck, at some point in the near future, Luke Don will actually get picked to play for the Castle for Tigers, and the whole joke will be completed. So we'll see you next time on This Week in Luke Dawn. Okay, Facebook this week, uh, Anthony sent us a message. He said, Jay fucking up over trying to hammer Jamie Lyon with the multiple Jamie Howard sli- Jamie Howard slips. Has he fallen under Glenn's X Factor with his slips of the tongue? Example, calling the Broncos ass. Lyon is God. <laughs> Suck it up, Jay. <laughs> Um, got an email from Steve said uh, just purchased a membership for the first time I've been listening since early last year and haven't missed an episode since despite the hashtag decline shit you lay on my club I keep coming back so why did I buy a membership is it the weekly real talk delivered with a crude sense of humour that resonates with me is it the banter with fellow Twill Nations on Twitter or is it the membership t-shirt maybe it's all of the above but there's also something else it's hard to describe let's just call it an X Factor reason <laughs> Now, uh, membership. Well, what a great time to segue into memberships. Production's underway. Thank you for everyone who got in early to help us determine the numbers and the sizing and that kind of thing. There's about 20 to 30 left over, I think, based on what I wanted to make at the start of this whole process. So if you haven't bought one yet, or you haven't given us a heads up on what you may need size-wise, especially if you fall out, you know, smaller or higher than the, than the average sizes, um, you need to probably do so in the next 48 hours while there's still probably some chance that I can call up and, you know, swap it over because these guys take a little while to get moving um and yeah after that if you need something like you know over xl and uh you know maybe a medium or small something like that it's probably a good idea because I, I have a feeling that most i do have some extras of, of all of those uh up to 3x but uh, most the vast majority falls into like the the l to xl sort of range um or if you don't get the size you want use as motivation yeah if the shirt's too small Stop eating fucking Serena burgers night, three or, times a day. Off. 
this thing, Serena Burgers, they don't even make them anymore. Oh, discontinued. But Travesty. But if I can get the KFC over the weekend, I will. <laughs> I, f- I fucking promise I will do the... Because the, they don't need to exist. <laughs> this is the thing. In fact... <laughs> Because then you get to the black flask part, you know, because you, you, you hit him with the Serena burger a bit and they go confused, 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 confused. Then you hit him with the black flask part and try not to laugh your ass off. And then hopefully at that point they go, oh, no, sorry, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, we don't take that anymore. <laughs> you know, if all that's left are, are massive sizes? Well, then you go, that's racist. Get, no, no. We don't make it anymore. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> but if, if the only shirts that are left are, are larger sizes, Get on the roids and improve yourself. Yeah, exactly. Or get on the fucking Serena Get on burgers. the Serena Burgers. <laughs> get on the Burgers and fill one of them motherfuckers out. Um, at Andy Kintz, a.k.a. Bald Andy, sends a tweet said, got my membership. Raiders rock. Fuck all the other teams. Hash. Retweet. Fuck sticks. Well, Andy, no. But <laughs> I did read it on the show, though. But I did. I purposely did not retweet it. Because we do not negotiate with terrorists, sir. Mm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, but nice try. News and the first story, like, let's face it, we're not going to smash a lot of news this week because last week was very news heavy, but we've got to do the latest on the eels and um, a <clears throat> couple of things have happened. Obviously, things have moved uh, fairly quickly over the last week and um, the, the NRL refused to budge on the demand that Parramatta have to slash 575000 from their player roster. There was talk that from the Parasite, of course, that the real figure was, what, 200 and something? Yeah. Uh, not 240 maybe? Yep. Um, and not the 575, but that's the NRL's not budging on that. So what's happening is you've got Ryan Morgan. He signed almost immediately with the Storm. Yep. Like pretty much that day or the next day. So he was one of those player situations where he probably, the, the club got the offer and he was like, I can storm, yeah, you know, I can, I can live in Melbourne. And just took it up straight away. And he wasn't, like, shoved out the door. Yep. Then, what, then Watmo, there was a bit of back and, fo- back and forward over the week. Like, was it a prior injury before the Eels? You know, is he going to retire? Is it going to count on the cap? How much is going to count on the cap? All that sort of thing. So that looks like that's happening. And so, uh, so, so Watmo will be retiring. And that will also free up a lot of money. But they need to shed at least one more player on... Uh, sorry, one more player who's on at least $250,000 a year. In addition to those guys, and <clears throat> I'm not sure if that figure includes. I mean, that, if the 250, they get rid of 250, but they've got to bring in a minimum wage guy, an 80, 80 odd thousand as well. So is that like a net 170, or is it actually a net 330? And they, they're not t- talking about the. You know what I mean? I haven't had any clarification either way. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I would assume it's the higher figure just from the names yeah. that have been bandied around and who's ended up being. Being what seems like the choice. Yep. There was the the thing with Pete's this afternoon. He was put as the mm-hmm. the unofficial choice, and um, kind of the guy that's like very popular at the club, and uh, a great guy, and potentially not a great situation if he's pushed out. Mm. Um, also. The state of the game at the moment, as evidenced by the fact that when you talk about the New South Wales State of Origin side, who's going to be the hooker? Yep. There are no... I mean, like, Ennis has played well this year. I mean, Farah is, like, a, the default choice. Who hasn't He hasn't played much of the year, and, you know, what he does is, you know, yeah. you know burns a snitchel on that. P 
Keats is there. He's a bit of a biscuit, though, too. Like, I mean, he, he seems to get injured a fair bit. Yeah. But when you think about it, outside of, like, the gun guys, like, like Cam Smith, Matty Parcell, and pretty much no one else. Penrith's game-winning hooker, Peter Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that one time he won that one game. <laughs> I mean, he's still operating at like a negative 10 differential. <laughs> you know what? If Sean, if Sean Timmons can win an Origin match. Fuck, that was great. <laughs> oh, that good times. Remember the days when Sean Timmons could win an Origin match for us? Remember that, that's how fucking bad Queensland were. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it's also surprising that the, uh, a hooker is is probably the... The third most specialised role, or maybe second, if if you if you're considering a lot of teams now will have a specialist seven. Yeah, look, the I six can be interchangeable, and you, I think nine. the fullback though is a fairly. I mean, I think the fullback's a fairly specialised position as well. If especially in terms of when they when they set the defence and that kind of you know when they they play that mm. like very hands on role with you know that sort of thing. But yeah, so I mean, I think at worst third. Yeah, like what you first yeah. said, like third, I think is, yeah for sure. So it, yeah, it, it is interesting, and, and my my initial gut said that it'd be somebody like Michael Gordon that was coming yeah. to the end of. Yeah. Um, where, where you're going to need to be looking at getting them anyway. I don't know what would have stopped them getting rid of Junior Paulo quickly because they're going to lose potentially. Him next year anyway. Potentially, well, because the hookers are at quite a premium at the moment. Uh, potentially, it's it's just that pizzas the you know they they've sent out their, you know, emissaries to clubs and Pete's is the more uh, immediately saleable guy. Like, maybe the Titans go, yeah, fuck but he, yes. but he's going to Canberra next year and they've yeah, shown okay. interest in having him straight away. Yeah, that's true too. So, yeah. you know, the the logic of, well, we're making a charge for a premiership this year doesn't hold water anymore. Yep. That's why they wouldn't have let him go. Yeah, yeah. At the yep. beginning, in this situation, why wouldn't you say? Because he's gone anyway. Yeah, well, that is, that is I mean, well, what's he on? He's on a big. I know he's getting. Yeah, he's getting some good dollars at Canberra next next year. But what have they got him on? Yeah, on the books. Because that's important <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> it's also an important fact. Yeah. Um. But yeah, with with Pete's, I mean, like you know, like the Titans would go fuck yeah, mm. give him. The Knights would you know potentially go fuck yeah, yeah. give him. And there's probably other clubs out there as well that yeah, would that, that would want him. So um. Yeah, I can understand that. But this, we didn't really talk about him last week because his name just hadn't really come up at all. And uh, we had a lot of people tweet us about it. But well, Jennings, Jennings is the one to put him over the cap, essentially, because with his late addition, he's, pretty, you know, yeah. he's, he's essentially the, the, the dollar amount that they, they were over. So mm. it's very unusual that he hasn't been mentioned. And I've, I've, like, I think that a hooker in the current climate of available hookers in the competition... Mm. Hooker's probably a more premium position just because it's harder to get one that's actually working for you and Pete's working and, like a motherfucker. And and especially where field. on on Jennings' side of the field, yeah. you're playing inside semi. Yep. Yep. You know? He'd he'd even make Jack Reed look good. Yeah, Jack Reed never fucking passed passed through no like let's yeah <laughs> look, you've been on fucking Corey for tries <laughs> as much as the next man. And you would know hey, that there are hey, time when Jack he's, Reed's he's almost fucking killed him. But um Jack yeah, Reed, he, we'd double your money though that, that, that fucking rang a cunt wasn't in the road. <laughs> Fuck you. So yeah, the, I I, th- I think it's unusual that, that Jennings hasn't been spoken of. I don't think Jennings is like this indispensable part of the team the other thing that hasn't come up much at all yep. is the fact that they not only have to get compliant right now mm-hmm. but they're going to have extra scrutiny on them in the years going forward yep. 
So maybe um, they've gotten rid of somebody who had a back-ended deal yep. or or who was going to then be be causing uh, cap problems further down the track. Well, look, they they lose they lose Paulo next year. What way is that's seven fifty off the books for next year as well? You know, with his retirement. Mm. So, yeah, I'd say they're probably okay even now, but they still need to sort this year yeah. out. So there's that two fifty they need to take care of. So interesting to see what happens by the time this shows out. They probably I don't know as Pete's as accepted. Yeah, I mean, I felt like tweeting the guy to say, look, mate, you've got a contract with that side. You got a contract with that team. Well, the uh, the high quality of NRL journalism. Okay. The first uh, the first one I see here is Nathan Pete's father slams the Eels board. Probably fair enough. So, so he's 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 slamming the the five suspended uh, the suspended yes. guys. Okay. Yes. So it uh, it it looks as if well, maybe not be official, but you'd hope that the dad actually has something some knowledge around it and hasn't just had thing, some journal yeah, call. Thing, thing is though, thing is with the Pete situation, I was like, he's got a contract. He probably has to accept. You know, what if it's the, what if they want to move him on, and interest has interest has come out from the Titans. Yep. He's got to move like you know fucking twelve hundred kilometers north. Yep. To fucking to to go to the Titans, that's a big that's a big thing to do. I mean, if, I don't know what his situation's like. You know, if, you know, wife, kids, and that like kids in school, all that sort of thing. Sure, you earn a lot of money playing football, and like moving is not as onerous yeah. as like you know, uh, you know, Joe Public. Yep. But. It's still, you know, you're talking friends, family, etc., yeah. schools. It's still a fucking thing you need to think about and not something that's like, yeah, you got to fuck off by Friday, mate. He's also going to need to get a Southern Cross tattoo if he plays for the Gold Coast. Well, I thought you know, he's not going to the Sharks. Oh, dude, the Gold Coast is a close second. Yeah, he's it a close second. a close second. And then you also get to mix in the... Audience. He's got to pick, the, pick up the fucking taste for meth. Well, he, or at least the desire to learn how to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> What else are they doing on the Gold Coast? That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so look, um, Pete, just remember, mate. I know you're listening to this show, and, and thank you, thank you for listening. And uh, I urge you to listen to this, if nothing else. Just uh, they, you've got a contract, mate. You've got a valid contract. They have to, they have to honour that contract. Yep. You don't have to go anywhere if you don't want him, mate. Fuck them and fuck their points. They want to kick you. They want to kick you out of the side, mate. Mm. So what do you fucking care about them earning points? Fuck them. Yep. Stay there. Dig yep. your heels in. That's Zero it. those cunts off for the rest of the season. Spot on. I mean, solidarity out there to Nathan Peets. Champion. Great player, even better bloke. Especially if he stays there and makes him get no points. I'll ride with Peets. <laughs> put, your, put your ACLs out. <laughs> Actually, he has no arms. ACLs, though, has he? He's an arm. Oh, he's an arm glass, right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> put your arms out. Can we nickname him Hokey Pokey? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm prepared to second it. We'll need, wait for someone to move the, <laughs> wait for someone to ratify the motion. Um, Matthew Lodge put this story in this week because it was really quiet the way that they shipped him back here when it was all doom and gloom when he was attending court in in, in, in New York City with the yeah. rumpled white the button up shirt that had just been pulled yeah. straight out of the pack yeah. and everything. Yeah. It was all very fucking like you know he was going to fucking you know Rikers Island you know <laughs> break rocks. But <laughs> listen, if I ask you to play mummy and daddy, yeah. You be the daddy, but somehow, obviously, Wilson Fisk has got involved and he's got <laughs> snuck back to Australia, and um, he's been very quiet. I hear he's been mentoring children. What the fuck did that guy mentor anyone about? Oh my god! I mean, when someone's got that, when the only thing they've got in their arsenal, for, as far as mentorship is concerned, is like, see everything I did. 
<laughs> do the opposite. It's I'd, I'd like to think people have more 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 to more to yeah. offer. Like you know, you know, a guy like you know, like El Masri, for example. You know, yeah. you get mentored. Yeah, you know, that guy. He's he's been through some shit. He's seen you know yep. probably you know racing, discrimination, you know, yep, all that yep. sort of thing. You know, assimilating into into society. You know, from a from a cultural. You know, all that sort. Of. Matt Lodge was you know, I did, oh, I got fucking smashed and and uh, and and, and home in, home invaded some people in a city where I'm not from and uh, and told some uh, some backpackers or some young ladies that tonight was the night they were going to die before ransacking the house of the people they ran to yeah. for refuge. It's bad enough. They're speaking the past tense. Yeah. So somebody has turned up to a school principal somewhere Mm -hmm. and said, I'd like to introduce my company to you. It's called Bizarro Counselling. What we do is uh, we've got uh, Ivan Milat and... (laughs) Marty Bryant. And he's going to come in and talk to your children about uh, what not to do. Oh, about the joys of backpacking. If if you don't want to murder people. (laughs) Uh, After that, they get a holiday weekend away with four Catholic priests who were going to teach them what not to do. How about abstinence? How to teach them, yeah. to teach them abstinence. And uh, following that, you'll, you'll win a, a beautiful, beautiful Tasmanian how does holiday he, how does he uh, thanks to the children? Department of Tourism, Tasmania and Martin Bright. How does he have a blue card? Well, um, yeah. How does a guy know. with a history of fucking violent offences... Yeah, because it wasn't his first thing either. ...end up with a blue card? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's young young people, not kids. You know what I mean? Like the next. I thought it was anyone under eighteen. Yeah, mm. I don't know. So, the the story's popped up again because uh, the victims of the rampage are seeking some civil civil suit money out of Lodge because obviously he's he seems to have escaped and got got away with. I mean, got oh, he'll, away he'll with. He'll be it. sentenced. So he'll be sentenced for his criminal case separately. Which will be, but, is what, but, but what is what has happened? What's what's going to happen with that? I mean, he's what were the conditions that, that he was released? Oh, I thought that that's pretty much just gone away. I, I think it was one of those ones where they've said that look, you know, for for the sake of international relations, we're going to release you, go because, back to Australia because because Australia is going to go to war over this fucking don't. degenerate. You fucking give us back our cunt, or we'll fucking send some F eighteens over. Again, and the little I know about about how these things work, but it's a, a very different story if you're holidaying somewhere as opposed to if you live somewhere. Sure. So if he'd actually resided there... You're right, yeah, then, send us then, next month. Then they would lock him, throw away the key, just as they would any other citizen. It's a misdemeanor reckless assault charge, though, so it's been... What they've done is basically downgraded, downgraded the charges yeah. massively, pretty much as far as they possibly could. He's not going to have to go back to the States here. Yeah. He may have to pay a fine. But obviously with America, a big a, a big component of, of the court stuff is then the civil case if you can't win the you know get complete satisfaction in the criminal yeah. side of things um, classic case is the OJ one where he walks from the criminal side of things but they won a civil they suit and you know the they, they had millions and millions of dollars fuck. on that you just said OJ we owe Gene Simmons oh, fuck. Mark. oh Gene Simmons oh, oh no yeah. that's the juice not the person yeah I'm but talking about the, the what's the juice yeah, but we're not. But even though even though we're saying that, we're not we're not talking about the the, the frosty beverage. beverage. Yeah. yeah, okay. We're not talking about that orange drink. Yes, orange juice of which there is no known abbreviation <laughs> <laughs> that I know of. Um, so these guys in the civil suit, they're they're uh, attempting to get a, a lot of fucking money out of um out of Matthew Lodge, money that I'm quite sure he does not have. They are trying to get um, so. The German, the German uh, tourist who was the one who was her night to die, 
she's looking for compensation for emotional distress. And um, the three alleged victims are seeking at least $1 million mm-hmm. in punitive damages and no less than $200,000 US this is for economic loss destruction of property and out-of-pocket expenses mm-hmm. so he when he when he ransacked at home invaded that apartment he, <laughs> he obviously went in with a fucking flamethrower because he's done two hundred thousand dollars power allegedly and uh you reckon you reckon he just ran in there and just said look at me i'm wayne bennett leaving st george and just completely wrecked it <laughs> yeah and here we go this is how i go out to newcastle <laughs> Runs into the wife's room, grabs a dildo up his ass. This is Darius, come with me. <laughs> and uh, so, so their, their, uh, their lawyers that are early in the morning of October 16, 2015, defendant Matthew Lodge, a 20-year-old Australian professional rugby league player with a history of violence and animosity towards women, attacked five people, including the plaintiffs. Um, look, I, you can't argue with that. That sounds exactly what happened. Uh, so what they want to do is they want judgment on this civil stuff to be made in, uh, in his absence and then pursue his assets in Australia, of which I'm probably sure he's probably got like a fucking barina or something. But, <laughs> like, you know, you ain't going to get three million dollars for it that's for sure um and so the 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 german to the german tourist she's looking for uh 250 g's for emotional distress and then there's legal fees that are yet to be determined across the board for all of them. do you know how uh, hard it is to emotionally distress a german <laughs> <laughs> i mean he, he, did, he did fucking push her into an oven i know that <laughs> so come on now um <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they go on to say the uh <laughs> The home invasion was so traumatising that the family was forced to move from their home of over 20 years to a new neighbourhood, apartment and school for their son. Wow. Look, I understand this probably would have been a very scary situation. You know, a big dude comes in, fucking kicking house, blah, 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 telling cunts it's their night to die. But to leave a home of over 20 years and have to uproot your life that far, when you know for a fact... (laughs) That the person the is not a local resident, yeah. and you're never gonna see this guy again. Yeah. Like he'll he'll never get a visa. The only time he'll be in America again is if they enforce yeah. some sort of extradition to dump him into yeah. prison. Although you know the, the whole PTSD thing is yeah, it, it really, may just be that 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 yeah. scene they don't feel safe in that that house anymore. Yeah, that's it. Um, Man, I here's here's the thing. Fly on the wall me. in that thing though. He must have been fucking like just. I I struggle to believe that it was just booze. Well, you know, he probably went on party favors and as well. That's then that's really yeah. it's all it's been reported on that he was drunk. Yeah. And thinking back to it when it came out, I did that happen around about the time that I guest host. Because I, I remember potentially this, this is about it's it, it, it's October. It would have been around. It would have been close to the very last episode of the year. So yeah. maybe not because because oh, okay. it was it was in it was in mid October. I my, think so. My thing on this. Were was, we even doing shows at that stage last year? It happened on October the sixteenth. So the grand finals, like you know, around the third or the fourth yeah. or something. So maybe we might have just got it last episode. Yeah. Just. And it, it, maybe I was just talking to the mates about it, but from everything that was said that he did, he seemed far too organised. And prepared and capable of formulating a plan. Yeah, yeah. To be just pissed. Yep. So, like, I've I've seen messy drunk. Yep. And that there's no way that you are coherent enough to get to be drunk enough to think that you can abduct women and tell yeah. them tonight to die. And tell them they're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> means you are too drunk to actively formulate a plan to yeah to keep them somewhere. But um, this to me, yeah, great. It, 
it's a shitty story and it it features rugby league. But there was a, a big deal today about all the layoffs at Fairfax newspapers. Yep. Now, in the history of this great country, there have been some wonderful journalists who do a wonderful job in uncovering things and finding the truth. Yep. And this, but the problem with journalism is that there are too many fucking idiots just writing opinion puff gossip pieces yep. that don't educate anybody, that don't give any new information on it. Especially in especially in the sports space too. I mean, like it's it, look at look at any of the major publications, yeah. their web pages. Look at the the news page for the NRL, mm-hmm. and you've got news, and you might have like a dozen articles, if that. And underneath, you'll have columns of about nine to twelve yeah. opinion costs, like equal or, or surpassing the amount you of know. news. So, so what, why is this in the sports section? It's got nothing to do with sport. It's a sports player. Uh, it's, it's a former, you know? isn't it? It's a former sports exactly. player. I mean, it's it's because rugby league media, especially, loves. But even I saw this girl out of Darwin the other night. Yeah. Tweet about the Ottoman, saying rugby league great Joel uh, Romolo. Yeah, and what? Where did she come from? Was she, she a journalist? Th- she looks like the local Channel Nine, like in Darwin NTN News or something. Yeah. Fuck, that was hilarious because someone else tweeted us out, and, and I was like, um, "Like, look, you know, we 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 liked the Ottoman back in the day. Like, you know, he was he was funny, fun to talk about on the show. But rugby league, great. I mean, even that's that's a that's a yeah. really long bow for me to draw. And we were the guys that pumped him up more than anybody else in the world, except for Captain Kickass. But. It it just it reeks of of desperation, and and the fact that now journalism is a a low IQ pursuit. Gee, rugby rugby, rugby league journals they they love or just journalists in general they love they love kicking a fucking rugby league story they don't oh, they man like you don't get to such negative stories out of any other sport I reckon not even not even like NFL yeah. where where yeah. like that like we're like yeah Ray Lewis he can alleg- allegedly disclaim a mer- murder people. <laughs> And and you can, and uh, look, don't get me wrong. Rugby league has uh, an average, or if not above average, ratio of dickheads to non-dickheads yep. as as anywhere else in the population. Yep. And they do some stupid, 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 stupid things. But this story doesn't even give you any. You know, they, they didn't even go to a legal source in America to say. What's your expert opinion on the proposed outcome of this? Yeah, they basically it was a, know, it was a story that came from the the lawyers of the people's yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pursuing pursuing the yeah you know and so. that's that's pretty much it. It's just it's just from the lawyers. So, yeah, but um, basically, he's a cunt. Fuck him. And sorry, and you know how you're talking about the potential for drugs or whatever. They they still don't mention anything, but they do say in the criminal case that uh, two hours after the arrest. So that's he's had plenty of time to simmer down at that point. He registered a blood alcohol level of point two five six. Big man. That's a f- yeah. He's a big man, but then to that's almost an all time record. <laughs> like that's almost the point yeah. where your survivability as a human being is yeah. your chances aren't aren't great. And there are ways and means of having a blood alcohol level that high. Yeah, and, and staying upright. Well, clearly he did it. <laughs> I mean, like he was, yeah. the, he he was because you because w- when this whole ordeal happens, if he's if he's smashing shit up, he's smashing shit up probably for half an hour. Yep. And he's approached the girls before that, yep. so he stopped drinking three hours before that blood test, and he registered two five six. Yeah. Three hours later, yeah. that is a serious. Well, he, <laughs> at that stage, he just had a goon bag for he's, the liver. He's pushing forty percent at the time of the offence. <laughs> fucking like fucking hell. <laughs> um. 
any thoughts on Sammy uh, Sammy Burgess uh, throwing out the you know the, the Snapchat or the Instagram or whatever whatever it was the platform where he you know just uh, fucking about his girlfriend and um, but unknowingly outing himself as as, as filming while driving <laughs> while behind the wheel. Hey, what a fucking simpleton! Uh, yeah, like. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Sammy, Sammy's never really been, you know, revered for his intellect. <laughs> they didn't buy him for his brains. Um, it, it all, it's also, and look, maybe they're too too insulated from this, but it's it's fairly common knowledge these days that most police departments are fairly avid social media users. Yeah, yeah. You know, from, from the stories you see of people catching wanted people from where they've taken yeah. Facebook profiles and they've left the location post yep. on there and... Yep. Um, things. Does he think nobody looks at his social media? Yeah, he's in a he's in a private world where no one cares about what yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, fucking around with cars at high speeds is, is, is how people get killed, and I, I I say this every time it happens. And I don't I don't think he should be rubbed out of the game or anything. But no, no, no. And, and to his credit, I think he's actually handled it really. Yep. I mean, he 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 was a dumbass, but I think he's handled it really handled it really well in the sense that he, he started copping some shit about it, not like legal stuff either. It was just like people going, hmm. "You're fucking, you know, you're in it." And so he just come out and said, "Look, yeah, like yeah, that was stupid. I, you know, I'll cop yep. it sweet. I'll cop the fine. I'll cop yep, the points, cop whatever." The points, and, yeah. And so he's handled it about as well yeah. as you could. But um, you you yeah. just you know what that's that's like chance away from that video ending in the girlfriend screaming yeah 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 sure and and a red splatter on the windscreen or yeah. um was was it 80 he was going oh, I don't know anything about speed no. or anything I was just, I was just um, I pretty much stopped in terms of just you know the fact he was yeah, filming you know a, yeah. a tree would go through the car at that speed yeah, yeah. you know so it, it's that sort of shit that you know not just because they're football players you hope that they don't do that yeah, because there's going to be one day where we're Luxon on their side, and that's going to be fucking horrible. Yep. Uh, now, the last thing I want to talk about is um, Talis, Broncos legend Talis, Gordon Talis, putting uh, putting Adam Blair on blast for for chicken winging Sam Thiday in Test match the other night. Fucking good on him. And um, saying that like you know fucking you know I don't know how Wayne stands for this shit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's it's terrible that he that he wears the Broncos jersey and mm. he's the dirtiest player in the game. The, my first thought is, fuck up, Gordon, because you're just you're a fucking dialoquite. Like, what a dialoquite that cunt's become over the last you know three, four years, mm. maybe longer. Uh, like you, you didn't you didn't have that kind of attitude, you know, stand up to my missus when she told him to get the fuck out of her seat. <laughs> QE two back in the day, let me tell you. But um, he's gobbling off on Blair though. But I mean, Adam Blair is fucking. We're talking about fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's he's not he's not like. Home invasion German tourist while on holiday with with forty percent alcohol. Yeah. He's, just, he's not that. He's not that kind of level fuckhead. But to get done, like, suspended one week, come back, play a test yeah. match, do something's going to get you suspended the next week. After being a member of a team that was known for it and punished for you know suspensions yeah. there, some people just Is don't it? fucking learn. Okay. It- there are some grubs out there mm-hmm. who are grubs. Like, you know, Josh Reynolds yeah. sticks his feet out mm-hmm. trying to trip people. Yep. And and does all sorts of horrible things. And you had, like, old Paul Gallon. Because he hasn't really done it much. But remember, like, you know, Prime back in the when he was, like, pulling, yeah. pulling stitches out yeah. of the fucking, you know, like... You know, Justin like, Hodges. Just, Justin yeah. Hodges was yeah. absolute fucking grub. Epitome. And you could see 
that he was lucid and had intent through yep. every grubby act. Yep. I kind of get the feeling that Adam Blair's just not very bright. It's possible. It, yeah, and, and at that stage of the game, you, you, like you said, he was brought up in the team that, that were the first employee yep. wrestling coaches. Yep. And that, that shit, when it becomes your habit, Yep. You know, is is hard to hard to break. But he's a long way removed from that system too. Yeah, he is, but it, I mean he hasn't played in that system for five years, so this is only my opinion, but he he doesn't seem to be a grub with intent. Yep. He seems to be a careless grub. I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean like the thing the thing with the chicken wing, it's not like you just like haphazardly just like grabbing you're just tugging their arm running to get them to go. I mean, they're on the ground and you're literally, you know, figure four yeah. figure four and you're yeah. like it's it's a fucking like Americana or Kimura, depending but, on the angle you're approaching from. It's a jiu-jitsu submission. But that's what you I'm saying. You know what you're doing. Is it is it the fact that he just loses control of his higher functions and yeah. he's got this thing and he's so angry about something that he wants to you, you, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then to then then compound it on your own teammate. Yeah, yeah I mean that causes that that causes issue. I mean there was no injury. Like luckily for him, there's no injury. Because you imagine what that's that's the sort of thing that can de- derail a side. Mm. Like it, it would probably like Wayne would just stomp it down real quick, and he'd probably just go, "That's yeah. it, you're gone. You're in reserve grade. You'll not you'll not see yeah. the, you'll not you'll not train with the top squad for the rest of the season, that's and you'll it. be moved on at the end." Um, it was probably what would happen because you know Wayne doesn't play yeah. that shit, but um. Just Again, there you go. So the, the other thing is, Gordy's speaking with as much inside knowledge of that club as we are. Yeah. So the, there's going to be... Maybe it was... Well, potentially he's got more... I mean, he's speaking with more than we are. Well, not right now. He, he knows how Wayne and want to talk about it, but apparently he's... he's, oh, he's per- oh, really? In, ...in around that club. Oh, really? But, um, you know, it, it may be the case that Teddy Blair went up to, to Sam afterwards or at training the next and said, fuck, man, I'm so sorry. There was nothing in there. Yeah. And Sam would know what sort of bloke he is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, fuck. It, uh, yeah, but you're right. Gordy's, Gordy's looking for a chance to be relevant. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he, he's such a dialer quote. And it's, we're getting up to Origins. So he's just tapering. He's quite ready for Origin as well, well just like the rest of He can't fucking jersey sling little curly haired leukemia patients don't over even, the sideline yeah. don't, don't even get me fucking started on that I mean that's a fucking penalty all day right like like this this the oh, this, the, or, the, the shit that they get away with in origin is just fucking incredible I'm gonna cop some shade for living in the past <laughs> that was a fucking penalty all day like I mean these days you can't tackle a guy a meter in the in the line, and yeah. then just give one extra push yeah, with his exactly. leg. Let alone pick the guy up on the fucking halfway line. Don't and, you know and, and just keep and, and just fucking hammer throwing the gun yeah, from like twenty meters inside the sideline. I yeah, mean, god damn, uh, yeah. But yeah, my Queenslanders love their origin moments, so we gotta fucking let it go. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app. Putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, decline decline-ometers based on the West Tigers' performances in matches. 
the play-by-play, it's my favourite thing is the play-by-play where it's not just a simple score thing. You know, it actually gives you like the run of the run of play yep. and the scoring moves and all that sort yep. of thing, which is great. And um, I'm very, very happy to announce that it is 100% official Sportsmate and This Week in League are partners for the remainder of the 2016 season of this show. So that's uh, another... 20 plus episodes of the show this year um, we love the app they love the show um, so it's a perfect match for us and we thank them very much for their continued support and our continuing support I should say and um, Wally Frogmore sent us a tweet based on last week during the Sportsmate read when Jay says he's a stats man all I can think of is that 90s song and, the scat, and then, then he proceeds to you know do an approximation of the Scatman song which I'm not inclined to, to mm. try and emulate but uh, you're welcome to if you'd like. Well, two things. Um, it'd be great if the NRL... Because you're actually a scat man as well as a stats man. <laughs> it, it would be great if the NRL played that song every time somebody went off for a concussion test. <laughs> because it is known as the scat test. <laughs> the, maybe, the, that's, maybe that's what it is. The side that does that, the, the ground the ground team that does that for the first time. Just, can, we, can we get mics in, in a dressing room? And when they go in, they go for the head knock and they go, Roddy, I'm going to sing one line and you've got to sing the next one. <laughs> yeah, but after, you've, after you've had your fucking brain scrambled by swinging your arm, whatever, you're probably inclined to get it right. You know, you could just be just gibberish, you know. <laughs> I was in the car one day and uh, that song came on. Yeah. We were having an old, a flashback, a long car ride. Yeah. And I told my wife, said, you know what that song's about, yeah? She said, no. And I said, just type into Google, what is scat? <laughs> And Google didn't let me down. It, there of course was, not. There was a chance that it was going to come up with, you know, it's a form of music. That no, was, the, prob- the problem is that would be like on the second page of results. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's the internet after all. And so all. She's, she's read it. And uh, I've said, yeah, now listen to the words and told me the song doesn't sound different. She was horrified. And to this day, <laughs> so she still, can't listen to it ever again. Still thinks the guy's singing about poop. <laughs> <laughs> Look, credit to him for getting you know for like the, for getting a, a fairly a fairly uh, hot selling you know, hit of its age. <laughs> Talking about you know, he looks like fucking Mister Noodle dumping you know getting getting you know chicks to dump, <laughs> take a dump on his chest. <laughs> Just crop dusting it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to the subject at hand. Sports mate, love sports mate, and uh, search for sports mate in the app store or Google Play, uh, to download League Live today. And not only League Live, I mean, they've got an app for, for most sports that are going on at the moment. And we've had listeners approach us and tell us of all the other ones that they've downloaded as well. Me, personally, I'm yeah, I'm just on League Live because, yeah, I don't know. It's much. best of the best. I've got time for, like, you know, I've got time in my life for, like, you know, one to two sports maximum. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's the NFL off-season. So, yeah, getting the NFL one going in the off-season. And I'm there too, year round. But at this stage, League Live is the one. Now, over the weekend, we had um, a number of games. It was the rep round, of course. And uh, I didn't have the opportunity to watch all of them. I had the opportunity to watch uh, at least three of them, I think, from memory. Um, one I didn't get to see was the uh, New Zealand Kiwi Ferns 26th defeating Jillaroo's 16 at Hunter Stadium. Um, that one was, um, from all reports, uh, Good game. I mean, I was sort of kind of I was monitoring Twitter while while it was on because mm. uh, I was out out and about. But um, 
people seem to enjoy it uh, it's great that there was you know incrementally more exposure for the for the women's form of the yeah. game uh, this time and you know presumably next time you know I mean it was great to have it as a curtain raiser to uh, a test match you know proper in air quotes uh, there's a you know a big crowd at Hunter there I mean there was nearly 30,000 attendants so it's great for yeah. them to, you know, to play in front of a, lar- a large crowd like that instead of you yep. know stuck out in some you know nowhere you know in Shitsville you know, yeah, playing yeah. to nobody, so that was fantastic, and hopefully you can, you know, th- th- enough people that were there on the day took enough from the game and everything to, you know, to maybe uh, consider supporting the, you know, the the female form of the game even more. Um, saw Gus, did you see Gus Coppert momentarily deleted his Twitter account? Yeah, well. yeah. He tweeted something in, ter- in in the line of like, yeah, someone m- must have asked him about the female game, and he, and and he said, look, you know, I'm not a fan, but you know, I appreciate the skill and. You know everything of everyone involved. You know, so I, good luck I to didn't him. hear how he said it. That was pretty much what he said. He, was, he I, sort of said, "Look, I'm not a fan." I don't know whether he meant, "I'm not a fan," as in I haven't seen any of it. As in, if I if I was a, I, a I fan, honestly I the way out. I read it was he it was I I don't like I'm I don't I'm I'm not a fan. I don't I don't like it. However. They play with a lot of skill and blah blah blah. So you know, I support them. I support them doing it, but it's not you know. So it's you're not my saying thing. he should have said, "I'm not an avid follower." But I appreciate yeah, the skill. Some, some well, it, the thing is, the way he said it and wasn't it was inter- taken as uh, I don't think females should be playing rugby league. The way the way he said it wasn't. I don't think it was there was anything inherently wrong with the way he even said it. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's the internet, and if you if you've got people who are looking for a way to fuck you up, and you yep. give them that little just just crack the door open a little bit, yep. and they're going to kick it in, and that's and that's what happened. And so he momentarily yeah. deleted his account for like an hour or two, and he came back and. You know, yeah. all's good, but it just gives the people who are just looking for a fight Fodder. about anything. Yep, it just gives them an excuse, and then they start, oh, and then they, they go. They went through it in the states with the the WNBA. Yeah, you know when when they were there, and and that was the running joke. Well, you know, can't dunk. Why am I watching? Yeah. Um, but you remember the old Future Armor episode where they oh, went to the the island of the giant women? Yes. And they had a basketball oh, the, team. Yeah. Oh, the snoo snoo. Like the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the joke. No can dunk, but good fundamentals. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how many top quality rugby league players there are in in the female leagues at the moment. But so we're talking like JTs of the, or, you know, oh, just no, no, solid. But yeah. I'm saying, could, could you get enough for, for a female counterpart to each NRL club? That would be something you have to aspire towards, but I'm pretty sure you couldn't do it immediately. So then, would you say that you had, um, you know, enough for uh, two games a week in Queensland and two games a week in in New South Wales? Surely, surely you could. Because um, I think that'd be a fantastic step yep. forward. Yep, no, I think so too. But yeah, I just I had to bring out the Gus thing because look, you know, look, I'll I'll, I'll give a celebrity a kick in on Twitter. Don't yep. get me wrong. I'm 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 not kind of, I'm kind of known for it. However, on this occasion, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I don't think. Yeah, he's got to be smarter though. Yeah, he does. In, well, in the position he has and the experience he has with idiots on the internet, especially because he has a whole state of people that are just going to fucking kick him no matter what he says. Yeah. Plus, even the people in his own state might not like Penrith or might not like his commentary or might like, you know, a number of things and looking to give him a kick. So he's looking to get... there. There's there's 60% of people, 70% of people out there that are just looking to kick him with the slightest slip. Yeah. Look, Gus is the the example that we're, it's cool not to like Gus. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's right, you know, he's, his old 
old odd couple routine with Rabs does get a little bit dry. And yeah, I think that's more. I think that's more Rabs's fault though. I think with another caller, I don't think Gus yeah. would crap on as much. Yeah. It just seems like they've got their thing, this thing that they do, and together they are absolutely unbearable. Interestingly enough, um, and we'll get. We'll, oh, we'll, I'll leave this to the test match one. All right, cool. Well, we'll move on to that now. Australia defeated New Zealand 16-0. Those are the fucking Kiwis are no competition to a, to a terrible Australian side. The New Zealand side had a lot of outs as well, but uh, they're absolutely diabolical. Um, as I said earlier, it was uh, almost 28,000 in attendance uh, up at Hunter Stadium, so a good crowd. Uh, Australia never never headed. I mean, New Zealand with an early opportunity after Semi mm. uh, was sent to the Symbian about six minutes into mm. the game, but in that period, not only did Australia d- defend their line successfully they also scored the first try of the match uh, in that within that window and um, <sighs> New Zealand got nothing I mean let's face it it's the Anzac test it's never never usually the yeah, Anzac yeah. test that they're, yeah. that they're kind of up for yep uh, however you know this this was just a it was just a bad game I've, I'm almost we had a couple of people tweeting us about Vuvuzelas and stuff and this is this could very easily win like it's not even an early contender. Like EDNZ tweeted and said it's early contender for the Vuvuzela Award. Mm. I think it's almost shut the gate. Like I, was, I think we'll struggle to find yeah. a game, especially when you put the the stakes involved. Like it's a it's an international match. Yep. Then you've got the quality of player involved across the board. Sure, there was outs on yep. both sides, but I mean, it's still represent your country. Obviously, you know, it's a, the upper upper yeah. level of players. So with all those things, it makes the fact that it was so terrible. It makes it even more yeah. unforgivable. This is a product, I think, of the fact that the the game in recent years or over the last decade has just become so much more professional mm-hmm. and relies so much more on team cohesion yep. than it used to. And I was having this conversation with my uncle when he was up recently, and he was saying that he that he got all excited. He's a a Queensland supporter. Um, was born in Melbourne. Yep, but. Uh, Support Queensland, um, and he got all all nostalgic and went and got the DVDs of some of the classic series. Yep. And he was saying that he doesn't remember them that way, but the State of Origin games used to be horrible. They would just drop balls and yep. missed passes yep. and and errors and things, and it was just it was the passion that made them yeah. great contests. And and as you go to these national teams who don't play with each other often. Yep. Then the quality of rugby league is actually going to end up below our standard, our standard yeah. regional competition. Um, I'd I'd really love it if they took their international football a little bit more seriously, and each country said, barring injury, uh, you are the incumbents. Yep. However, these are our next choice in each position. Yep. And those teams got together more often and trained more often. And yeah, easy, easy, easy to do for a, a post-season competition, but yep. hard to do like just you know in the middle, obviously for one weekend. Most definitely, yep. but you know you do that for two or three years, yep. and then when those guys get together for that ANZAC test, there's then, some kind of then common there's, yeah, there's language there's cohesion yep. there. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I I got to the stage where where I was on the internet and looking at yeah, things exactly. while the game was on it was sort of in, in the peripherals but I suppose if we got a little glimpse of what it would be like if Jack Reed played inside semi because fucking <laughs> Greg Inglis did not pass that ball no and even to the point when, when Inglis scored that try like he was started what 15 metres out and he had 
there wasn't an overlap. He had guys in front of him and all around him, and he just brute forced it through. But yeah, <laughs> like, man, someone like, must have told him that football was child support. That was yeah, that was the white line. That was that was what they must have told him. He had a he had a a, a child that was you know. Yeah, previously un- undiscovered, just hiding behind the fucking trial line or something. I mean, the way he smashed his way through. <laughs> it's like they had a fucking cure for cure for cancer or something there. But um, <laughs> I didn't mention the score. The Darius Boyd scored a try. Greg Inglis and, uh, and Blake Ferguson. Uh, and a, a less likable fucking collection of try scores you'll never see oh, in a game. I'll tell you what, though. From that game, I'll be really happy if Darius Boyd gets fullback for Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he's looking good for, for us. But, uh, yeah, man. Anyway, enough about that game. Yeah. Sam the Warden. If Ferguson is picked for New South Wales, I hope we fucking lose, humiliatingly. Yep. Hashtag Fergie Karma. I'm yeah. with it. Bernard JKD. Even the Channel 9 goons couldn't save that Anzac test. Sorry, I mean Anzac test with a, a thousand Zs in the middle. Uh, Kim W. Jobson on Twitter says... No kidding, this was the oldest Kangaroos team ever. It looked like they were running a crash post-game. <laughs> Jack W. Collie. Surely Adam Blair chicken-winging his own teammate after being suspended a week before was one of the dumbest moments of the season. Yes, sir. Um, at Angry Stink, down a test match. Ash, appropriate. It is, and it was kind of like, you know, same for the Nines too with the Eels winning. Uh, Nathan, and all the injuries. Uh, at Nathan Sully, 89. 80 minutes of being reminded that Foxtel is worth not hearing Gus or listen to Rab's eyesight decline in real time. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I saw that sentiment a lot as well. I mean, I, I'm mostly watching via the app. Yeah. And so, I, you know, you get what you're given, Again, pretty much. I, man, I'm telling you, watch it with the sound off. It'll change your life. Yeah. Yeah, well, I often, I often do because like mm. I'm you know, trying to like, do do a couple of things at a time. I mean, often I'm like I'm working, so I've got the got it on the iPad in front of the monitor, like just like balancing on the mon- in front of the monitor there, and then doing stuff around it. So the game's like there, and I'm doing yep. whatever. Um, where are we? Rob sold out. Tell me I'm wrong. People whinging about Redradra and not Ferguson is probably our national consciousness. It's a oh, very good point. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of whinging about semi so much from people it was like there might be stuff in the media about it but like I think yeah. people were kind of okay with it Yeah, I think especially when they had the puff piece come out late, late in the week before the game how he's like chucking all this cash to his folks and chucking yeah. his match payments to his folks That's and everything it. like that so yeah he seems like a good dude uh, Shutter 86 and the Kiwis let the sex offender have his way haven't been this disappointed since Jake the Must let Uncle Bully in his house oh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> PNG 24 upset Fiji 22 at Pertec. And uh, this one, Fiji well up at half time, and uh, PNG came home for came home with, with the upset win. I'm not even going to start to pronounce all the people who scored tries, but just trust me, it was 24 22 score one. And um, I didn't see this game, I was too busy sandbagging my house. Sandbagging your house? Remember how quickly the floods got from Toowoomba to Brisbane in 2011? How quickly they get from that? There was, there was some time. What was the, what, what were you, what yeah, was flooding? The, the the Blakely torrent that would have erupted. Oh, of course, as, as those two sides clashed. <laughs> yeah, and, the, uh, and rest in peace to the to the poor residents of Grantham who came back to their homes only to be slaughtered again <laughs> by, by the raging torrents. Uh, <laughs> oh, why's it got blood in it? <laughs> yeah, that, that, those um those those first floods. I remember it was um around the, the time my wife's birthday and um. We When's were, your birthday? Uh, her birthday was at the start of the year, like in January, early January, and um, 
and it was the day before mine. Yeah, it was the tenth. Mm. Hers was the tenth, and we were that, and it was around that weekend that we were away for her birthday, it, and we were up hit, at like Mullaney or Montville. Yeah, so we were, we were up in like uh, at Montville, and um, the beautiful combination and everything, and um, then you, you're watching the news mm. and you're seeing the shit's getting real, and uh, we're like, well, we're gonna fucking get, we might not get home. Like uh, like mm. we 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 had to check out you know like ten a.m. It was on the Monday morning. I think we're checking out the next day, like ten a.m. But we're having dinner that night at the re- at a restaurant. We're like, fuck. Like so we like first thing in the morning. Like we're yeah, going and we and we made it like you know past Caboolture, came back down the coast, past Caboolture and like um like Ellenbar wherever it is like on the yeah in between like say Caboolture and Burpengary. Mm-hmm. There's like you know there's a, there's a river across yep. it, and the border was literally up to the road like it wasn't on the road but you could see that instead of having grass on the side of yeah, the road it was sea on the inside yeah, of the water yeah, yeah. and we we're like fuck we made it probably like <coughs> you know half an hour maybe and we yep. wouldn't be able to get back through so yeah. and that was for like a week or two after that Mate, yeah. I, um, it, it was the day before my wife's birthday yeah and I did my last minute present thing yeah and I'd been in meetings back to back all morning yeah and I left my office and went into Queen Street Mall to get her a gift yeah and it was like the beginning of 28 days later. Just ghost town? Just ghost town. And it ended up the, the police were there. And they said, wow. what, are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, I've got to give my wife a present. They go, <laughs> no, people are dying in Toowoomba. You need to get out of here. And I'm like, I'll, I'll die. I need to get out of <laughs> <laughs> You don't understand the severity of the situation, officer. <laughs> I'm talking about a force of nature here, officer. But um, yeah, man, that was scary shit. Fuck yeah. Um, it's a shame on you, Glenn. <laughs> Put people through it again. Uh, look, the, for the, for that game though, I mean, what a great a, a great thing for PNG. I mean, they were they were written off, you know, as far as winning this game. Seven um, years. Sorry, seven years since that, that long was it? Fuck me, I didn't hear that, but that's amazing. There was a seven in there somewhere. Yes, and um, like oh, you know, would would uh, Fiji have managed to accumulate themselves another two points with Semi Redradder in their side? I'd, I'd almost say categorically yes, but. <laughs> I dare say he'd be, he he could have carved his way all the way downfield, you know, several times. However, you know, great great win and a game played with with not necessarily. I, I, how do you say? I'm just trying to phrase it without me can't like. It's, it's like mistake and mistakes and things like that, and you know, and yep. and, some, and some silly options and things like that. But yep. the way they they played at one hundred percent with clearly with such passion and enjoyment yeah. for the game, it just it, it elevates the entire spectacle, you know, to it, something that otherwise, if you just read the statistics yeah. on a page, you would go, "Well, that was a pile of shit." Like I was saying about the old Origin series, yep. just now, I, I would watch a game, a terrible game played with heart, yep. than than a technically brilliant game, game played by robots. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah, like anything to do with the storm. Um, we had uh, and we had some tweets. I mean, the, the, these tweets actually, I'll save them to the end because they kind of they kind of go for both of them really. Um, the other game, of course, was uh, Samoa eighteen defeated Tonga six. Um, and uh, this one, this is like Tonga came out hard early. I mean, they scored the first try. I thought they were, they were looking really good. And um, then Samoa just say this is kind of they got back in the game. And then it just it looked like they were going to run away. But, but this game, the beautiful thing about it was, it looked like both teams were going to run away at various times because each set of six was a was just like was a magical end to end raid, like fucking amazing. It was oh, and like the huge hits. Um, my boy Vave, fucking he has the he has the ultimate potential to become a real manly coal hero. I mean, this guy was he was the captain. I think he was the captain of our Reggies last year. Did he dive or something in the game? 
uh, he played a fucking beast mode game as he's been playing for Manly but um, he was he was I think he was captain of the Reggies last year um, but he in the off season obviously there was a lot of uh, a lot of player shedding and things like that yep. as you know cunts tried to get their way and he was I think he was about a hundred and I want to say 130, 140 kilos. And he was told, like, you know, you lose 25 kilos or you can fucking find yourself another club. And so he did. Yep. And he's been playing awesome this year. He played awesome in this game. Uh, And he's got this real, you know, cult. He's got this potential cult thing to go on. Uh, Of course, another Manly player scored the ultimate match-winning try, Matthew Wright. Um, Now, the the one thing I want to talk about is who was it that went the fuck? It it was like... it wasn't even UFC because you, you'd actually be disqualified in UFC if you didn't. It was oh, like, the knee to the head. The knee, it was like pride yeah. rules. A, clearly a downed opponent. <laughs> He's gone the knee to the head and 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 ultimately put on report and penalty sufficient, I believe. Yep. And yeah, I was absolutely gobsmacked because <laughs> honestly, if you did that in if you did that in UFC, you. <laughs> You're pretty much disqualified. Yeah, um, <laughs> like you get punished more in a sport where you're allowed to kick people <laughs> and knee people. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it, it's a shame that that was that was the media takeaway for this game. I don't think it was. It was just a thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, but but, it, um, but every like, article I saw the next day. Yeah, I honestly haven't seen much about it. This is and this is why I'm, this is why I clearly can't even remember the fucking participants. Oh, okay. Like, because I, I was watching, I was watching on my phone while I was upstairs watching something else, and I remember I saw it. And I was just like, "Wow, that looked that looked bad." And then they show yeah. the replay, and you're like, "Oh, fuck, that was terrible." Yeah, it, um, look, it, it'll be one of those things. It was a a brain snap, and yeah, I, I don't think you'll now see players every week trying to knee people in the head because they know they'll only give away a penalty but I uh, think they I think they you know they perhaps need to take the Muay Thai training elements out wrestling spot on Jiu Jitsu definitely yes maybe just take the Muay Thai out there's no there's no place really for fucking for you know, trying to catch someone on the way out with a knee <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's any place for him to go. The best, the best thing is this game. Like you know, once again, you look at a sheet of paper. Fifty-seven percent completions, I think, across both sides. Mm-hmm. Diabolical. However, add some context to it. Every set's a raid. Yeah. You, you start the you start with the ball around your own ten meter line, but you've got two tackles attacking the line because in the middle there, some forward is just going to fucking trundle forward and make it like and it's, a break, half break, something. There's no. Run to the line, turn around, yep. back into the line, yep. fall down. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, just, just, and as an amazing skill. I remember there was an occasion where I can't remember who passed it. Um, oh, Ferry Cobra makes an appearance. First appearance for, for Jay, I believe. Yeah. Hey, Ferry Cobra, you're fucking noisy too. This is a throwback. We haven't had you down here for a show for a while. Um, there, was a, there was a passage there where someone on the Samoan side threw this fucking diabolical pass. <laughs> And Cassiano's fucking gone down, picked it up, ankles. And it was just, it was, the game was encapsulated in that one 10 second spurt because the pass was awful. Cassiano, with amazing skill for a guy his size to, to, to pick that ball up off his ankles and then <laughs> drops it like, <laughs> like to play the ball over and they drop it immediately after chance, that. Ruin chance, chance, ruin chance, chance, ruin, yeah, ruin chance. Exactly. But look at the great game. These things need to happen. Uh, I mean, how much would the value, like the, not the perceived value, well, the perceived value you would get from your state of origin ticket. How much more value would you would you feel you got if you got one of these games as a curtain raiser to an origin? Yep, you definitely. would. Fu- it'd be fucking amazing. You'd enjoy yeah. the night twice as much. So yeah, 
Yeah, I just wish that. And then that way you could get, they could play three times a year. Yeah. I mean, it just brings, you know, it's just, and you don't have to merge the islands together like some fucking recalcitrant Nazis. Mate, <laughs> tell you what, I, I still, and again, I, I stand by that. You look at it, you look at the, the, the 50% completion rates. Don't shit on this game. I'm not shitting on the game, but I'm saying if they were to become internationally competitive... Just let them play three times in in two months or whatever the origin period goes over. With, you know, two or three weeks in you, between you each. The same thing that's happened in international cricket where the minnows are still the minnows. Put it this way. Them having more, them having more games to play with each other each year and then yeah, but see, have that lead into a season-ending thing, whether it's a tri-series... You yeah. know, four team round robin, some just a test, one off test, whatever. The unfortunate thing is, you need resources to have an international quality sporting team, no matter what sport it is, and at an initial pooling of resources and a pooling of player talent is a springboard. Yeah, but the NRL is nurturing and bringing up all of the players themselves, or you know, most of the players, let's say, because you want to, so. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You say most. You want in your international team for all of the players to be at least super league quality like Sikamanu came back for yeah and that um, was amazing for Hull like the release players I think and who was it was it Frankie came over as well yep that was that was amazing because I mean, they they certainly showed a lot more uh, uh, care and support for the international game than than, than people like fucking um, the Brisbane one, one Wayne Bennett yeah showed. and you wanted you you wanted to talk about this so I'm, I'm going to let you speak on it right now Oh, mate, it was just something... Anthony Milford blocked to play for Samoa. However, Joe Offengawi was not blocked to play for Samoa. Yeah. It, um, again, this is all speculation and hearsay. There were a couple of reports from the uh, the Samoan coach saying that he had texts from, from Milf saying that he wanted to play and he, he was yeah. desperate to get out there for his country. And I see you're saying he could have been bullshitting. Again, you don't know. You know, you, yeah. you don't know. So, uh, be sad, sad if it's true. Yeah, uh, but sad if he's um, bullshitting. Oh, it's sad either way. You know, if if the Samoan coach needs to come out and and throw shade, yeah, for for no reason at all because he's a little bit butt hurt that he didn't get the Milford come over to play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Unky Wayne blocked him from playing for for whatever reason, yeah, then then that's sad too. But uh, it just it kind I kind of feel like Milford. Remember, like the reasons he came up to Brisbane and things like that makes me think that he maybe is the type of person that but that actually might be tied into his heritage and want to play for some art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because for most people, it happens after their international first choice career comes to a close. Yes. Like a New Zealand player has finished playing for New Zealand, so he plays for, you know, Tom yeah. or some yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Australia and, and so and so forth. And then you'll yeah. get your guys like Pet and that that'll go over and play for Fiji after they're yep. done with the Australian. And like, Minicello with Italy. and Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In the yeah, in the, those ones like yeah, Lebanon like a real like proper yeah. minnows that yeah. But you know again, it uh, it it's sad either way. So yeah, and can you imagine? I mean, like let's face it, they got the win anyway. But can you imagine like a Milford? He would have fucking dominated that game. Like, jeez, because yeah. he he wouldn't have been dropping the ball so much. I mean, he would he would be backing or, up those guys. Or he would have gotten absolutely poleaxed because someone would have been having a rest out the back and he's made a break <laughs> and it's like oh <laughs> so he's just got fucking 120 kilo guy just brick walls just going fucking erected itself in front of him just like boom um, finally the weekend finished with City Origin 
getting a fairly comprehensive win over country in, in, in uh, what you could call a high-scoring encounter, 44 to 30. And Tamworth sold out, I believe, Scully Parker Tamworth, an official crowd of 8317. And saw some great photos there, you know, with the just packed out hill and yep. uh, people and people across the road sitting on the roof of their houses <laughs> watching the game. Best seat in the house, though. Fuck. Phenomenal. Tremendous. Um, so this one, Aaron Gray, four tries. In, in what can only be be assumed is not a legit origin trial because I can never see that guy getting selected in an origin his side. His fucking biceps are built for origin, too, that well, much. You're know, so saying, saying he's a blue blood? He's, an or- he's built for origin? Fuck What'd Gus say? Oh, <laughs> it, yeah, he's... Uh, it. Having said that, Caesar. Not the worst option. Mm-hmm. Maloney. Mm-hmm. I think Maloney he's, he's for me he's proven through the just through the general rounds that he probably should be in there yep um, you know he's he's got his problems but you know he's 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 making Cronulla do attack yeah that's like, it. And, yeah at the, end of the, the end of the day mm-hmm. the guy's a fucking miracle worker mm-hmm. so maybe he can do that for New South Wales um, but yeah I'll watch this game yeah uh, and purely for the fact that he'd had five Panthers in it yep um, four of them playing for City and and one for Country, but it it was really interesting the the contrast. A lot of people have bagged Gus over the weekend for being negative towards the Australian team. Yeah. And by a lot of people, I mean Mel Meninga and Cameron Smith. Yep. Big Mel was on there saying that you know how, how dare he? Oh, you never played for it, yeah. You know you yeah. So well, hang on, but Mel's going. It's not often in international football that you hold a team to zero. Well, yep. it is if, if they're attacking like a, a busted ass. Yep. That, yep. That's no great feat to yep. hold them to zero. And if you can only score what you did yep. through a useless defence, that's nothing to be proud of either. Um, the difference in Gus's commentary between that game and this game, I don't know whether he took a little bit of that on board yep. and said, well, fuck, maybe I was a bit negative. Yeah. Uh, but he was glowing. Yeah. might have been the fact that it was rugby league in Tamworth, with five See, players out yeah, of his club, yeah. shining. I think. I think as well. It's just the fact that this game doesn't need any negativity because it's all, it's like hanging on by a thread, yep. or it feels like it's hanging on by a thread anyway. Yeah. Because it's not a legitimate trial for Origin. No, it's not. You know, all it is is a game for the country, really. But I'll tell you what, and a chance for some very very super fringe people to get a representative cap of some of of some nature and and uh, and try and showcase themselves. But unfortunately, you know, these people that that, that come out and just absolutely blast out of the gates. Unfortunately, it really works these days. Yeah. Laurie Daly was there and gave me no indication that he is still absolutely clueless about the game of rugby league and what a good rugby league player looks like in each and every position. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what, all those, all those tries that were scored down the right-hand side, Yep. it was uh, Cartwright and Peachy. Yep. All over Cartwright and Peachy. Um, Cartwright's defence was pretty rock solid, yep. which I was happy about. Uh, I, I would be okay with having a complete clean-out of the New South Wales Origin team. Yep. You might keep a couple of forwards. Yeah, because you don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to send, like, a... You don't want to ruin a bunch of kids getting smashed out, you know, like, mentally smashed out, you know. You you don't want to ruin them, but how are the fucking idiots that lost eight in a row any mentally stronger? Yeah, oh, no, no, that's right. But what I'm saying is you don't want to put, like, an entire complete... Seventeen ruin a generation. You don't want to ruin a generation. Um, gener- you don't want to potentially ruin. Yeah, you may not too. Yeah, but you don't want to potentially ruin a generation. Well, you know, you 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 look around that that game, and there 
there are guys there who who had played Origin before. You know, Boyd Cordner yep. played. Yep. Um, and was fantastic. Maloney's played. Yep. He was in there. Um, so there's guys that have been there before, and and it would probably be the the outside backs that struggled to go from that city country to Origin yeah. Arena. Um. But it would not be the worst thing for New South Wales Rugby League if they blooded a good chunk of those players now. Yeah, and I mean, they could throw... I mean, I'm, I'm very happy for them to, to throw extra guys into camp and throw some young guys in the pack yep. with, mixed with some hardheads. I think, you know, the halves... It has to be Maloney, but I'm still like... With who? Don't know. I, I still say put Blake Austin in there. Yeah, I don't know him plus Maloney, though. That's, a, that's the only thing. Unless, in his last game against Penrith, I think he was underdone. Yeah. But I would have Blake Austin at full strength. Because Maloney kicked yep. fairly well as well. So. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, th- I thought it was a great game. It was another one of those played with with immense passion. Yeah. Um, and so this is a bit of like a, similar to like the the, the the NFL Pro Bowl sort of thing, where it's not 100% hmm. massive intensity kind of thing. You know, it does lend itself to higher scores. Um, but City, very, very comfortable winners on this occasion and uh, yeah a good comeback for the game after after some uh, nonsensical things in the lead up like you know Ryan Madison getting selected <laughs> after like about a game and a half and, <laughs> and uh, Adam Fanua Blake selected after playing three matches off the bench and then he was uh, deselected about a day later when they realised he'd played for the Junior Kiwis and was therefore ineligible to play for New South Wales Origin so <laughs> So, you know uh, what? That, that tell, rough tell, start, but they got there. Like, Brad Filler and Craig Fitzgibbon just have no idea. <laughs> but that's like, uh, yeah. And like, oh. I never really thought that would be that be the case of Fitzgibbon. <laughs> he never struck me as that guy. Like, Fitler, anything that happens there, you just go, oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised anything that Drongo does, but yeah, no. <laughs> But good weekend of action for for the rep round, and uh, you know some, so you know you expect the Pacific ones to be kind of entertaining, but they even even so, they seem to like for me anyway. They, they surpassed the entertainment value that I yep. expected going, in, yep. which is always great. Previews for. Round number 10, kicking off Thursday night football, St. George Laura Dragons taking uh, taking on the Canberra Raiders. Yeah, the, uh, the Dragons have no man button. You see no, that? No, and I mean, it's, uh, I, yeah, I did I did see, and uh, I, I take yeah, you take a fair bit of delight in that, no doubt. Look, you never take delight in anybody getting hurt. You take delight in the fact there's no man buns inside that. It, it's close to proof of God. But um, the only thing that, that extra I'm taking into account for the, the previews this week is what's the opportunity for anyone to come back from that rep round and have gained a leg or, or just yeah, sure. confidence. And, and I think Canberra will have the better part of that with people like, like Caesar and Croker yep. coming out of city country. Yep. Um, they're, they're performers anyway, but I, I think that, that the experience on the weekend will have done them good. Yep. And they'll be too strong for the Dragons up the middle. Yeah, I agree. I, I just I, th- I think Canberra, honestly, Canberra on their day have it all over. Dragons on any day that they have. Mm. So and, and you know, 
the, apart from a, a brief blip, the, the Dragons have, haven't been great of late either. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm very confident that, that Canberra can get the job done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parramatta Eels take on South Sydney Rabbitohs. Friday night football, this one. And, of course, it is the deadline match. Uh, if Parramatta wish to play for points, they need to shed at least one more player, potentially Pete's, before this game. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see, and I know you've, you've made very valid points recently about what happened with Canterbury and, and Melbourne yep. after they got their decision. Yep. This is a very, very different kettle of fish entirely because it's been so drawn out. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not like they had the, oh my God, here's the big adrenaline injection and yep. get out there. Purely based on form, I don't think Souths are a match for Parramatta physically. No. Um, and there's some strange... This, this Rabbitohs side that they've named is on paper one of the worst since they were you know readmitted into the competition yeah. Greg Inglis playing 5-8 and it's a gamble that if you know if they get any return out of it it's something that they plan to do on an ongoing basis Alex Johnston I don't remember I don't I don't know if you remember last year when the, uh, around Origin period and so on, uh, Alex Johnston played fullback yeah. for the Rabbitohs, and he was uh, he was a it was a joke. He was so bad. He was awful. Absolutely terrible. Dane, that back line. Aaron Gray scored scored four tries in City Country game, so I'm going to give him a leave pass on this occasion. Other than that, though, mm. that's some old and unperforming heaps of shit right there. Yeah. Then you've got a starting prop in Nathan Brown. And going up against a, a Parramatta team that's still missing foreign, mm-hmm. but you know Takarangi didn't embarrass himself a uh, week before last. Oh, is Takarangi playing? I mean, I know he's been named here, but I'm sure I saw something saying that he wasn't going to be playing. Oh, I haven't or seen am it. I wrong? I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I just have this, this feeling that I saw something saying he wasn't going to play. Give it a Tuesday, it might, might change. But, yeah, uh, sure. No, I, I think Parramatta. So potentially Nathan Peets is not in there, and he's he's not the glue that holds the team together, but he's an important cog in the machine. Isaac de Goyce in fourteen, yeah. he'll move on. He'll he'll be the start if Nathan Peets is playing for someone else. That's it. Jeez, um, it's really hard to say. This is one of these testing things. It's really hard to know what happens after the salary cap shit. The team like Melbourne Storm, I did not see them coming out after the absolute punishment they 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 absorbed. I didn't see them coming coming out quickly and, and, and smashing teams by 40 straight after. Mm. Eels have got a great chance of doing so, though. I mean, the south side that they're up against, awful, um, in poor form. I think lost, what, four four games in a row for the first and only time in mm. Michael Maguire's uh, stint as a coach. So their backs are up against the wall, and, uh, you know, the Eels have got that angry, that angry thing. They yeah. should have plenty of motivation, and uh, even without foreign... Yeah, you know, I still think they're capable of winning. Again, you know, Greg Inglis on the weekend played like you expect Greg Inglis to play. Yep. And I've been giving him a pass for his form based on the fact that he might be carrying an injury. Yep. But the fact that he gets out there and plays when he's back around his old Melbourne mates and Queensland mates. Yep. Um, leads me to believe there, there may really be some deeper issues at South. Yep. So, stick with power. Panthers take on the Warriors uh, 3pm on Saturday Arvo in Christchurch. What do you reckon? How much are you going to win by Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> the if we play the way that I know we can play, structured, you know, yep, uh, still expansive rugby league, then then we should win by. You'll win it or lose 20. it in the last ten minutes. <laughs> um, as long as our discipline's okay. Yep. If we can maintain some discipline, the, the Warriors are the sort of team that you can 
put out of a contest early with some continued pressure. And if Sauer's on song, we, we came off a win, had our week off, hopefully everyone's nice and rested. Uh, and you, you talk about guys like Cartwright and Mansour uh, and Peachy that just played out of their skin in city country. Yep. Um, as, as long as that is a controlled uh, confidence. Yep. And Cartwright stays at what he's doing now, doing amazing things, not, not throwing stupid offloads and missing a thousand tackles. Then we should very, very comfortably handle the Warriors. Peter Walsh in the seven for this game. In match out of out of his match winning nine jersey. No, he he won the match in seven. Sigiara <laughs> was back. Oh, of course. And uh, yeah, look honestly, I think if Jamie Sauer can kick well, mm. like that game a couple of weeks ago. Who were you playing a couple of weeks ago when Bruce's. he just yeah, where he just just clinic. just cl- just, just shut the clinic. game down at the end. Yeah. Oh, I think I think if he can if he can do that, then he's he's well on his way. To just yeah, to, if you just pin the Warriors, I mean mistakes and then yeah, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. I mean the Warriors are a team that can yeah, they get frustrated. You can you know you pressure them, keep the pressure on them, and don't let them up. I mean if he has one of those games with the boot, then I think that alone is enough to give Penrith a massive advantage yep. in the game. But you know that's a trick, isn't it? That's it. Melbourne Storm take on North Queensland Cowboys. Part of the double header on Saturday afternoon, first game Suncorp Stadium, and uh, geez, well the Cowboys. Yeah, you know, could the week off have been a good thing for them? I don't, I, I don't think it could possibly be a good thing for them because they couldn't, they, you know, they, the they momentum weren't, they, they weren't, yeah, they weren't going better. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, they could, they could be exactly the same, but I, I don't think it's, uh, they're going to be boosted by the week off in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But they'd be just running, you know, just such a well-oiled machine that I think, you know, that's I expect to see that continue. I mean, Storm have been uh, improving. Yeah, they're on an up trajectory yeah, as well. However. I still think the, the the Cowboys have got plenty to keep them covered. Yep. Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Broncos. Home side at Brookvale North. And uh, this one. Let me just check the... I see the team's been named. And I... Uh, and let's... I just want to say, let's fucking wait and see. I love, I love the team they've named. But also I can see that there's another two players on the extended bench there telling me that there's cover Ooh. involved. Um, Brett Stewart, I didn't expect him to see his name his name there. Uh, Dylan Walker, I didn't expect to see his name there. Uh, Braden Williami, I did expect to see his name, unfortunately, and I am seeing it. So that's unfortunate. But um, look, I mean, clearly, I mean, Brookvale North, is, is, it's been a, it's historically a very happy hunting ground for the Mighty Manly Seagulls. And um, the Broncos, coming off a loss, coming off a week off after a loss, Internal dysfunction, you know, with players fucking chicken winging each other and shit. I mean, they're clearly not a not a happy bunch of players if they're trying to pull that kind of you know joint manipulation on their own players. So, you know, it, it leads me to, to believe that it's going to be basically a repeat of Gosford last year, where you know it doesn't matter how bad Manly are going, they'll put forty on the Broncos, no doubt about it. You guys, you guys are paying four dollars sixty just for the win. Yeah, I thought it was five. Um, it it might have come back either way. Quintuple but, uh, your money. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's better. It's 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 better than blackjack. It's better than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's better than bank interest, but I mean it obliterates that. <laughs> it, it it's gonna be interesting to see what Brisbane team comes out here. You know they've they've had the opportunity to to really stamp their authority on the competition a number of times and and refuse to take it. I believe McCulloch is training, but he's not named. Travis Waddell's name. He's fucking hopeless. Uh, and a big key to how Cronulla got away, I think, so yeah. you know, so well early on too. So, Say, saying that, I don't think Manly are the team to trouble them up the middle. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see with some outs. I mean, yeah, you're taking Blair, so, you're taking Blair out of the side as well, and you know, it's you know, he, he's a fucking, he's how, a fucking idiot. How so how's, how's Varve going to go? Oh, I th- Varve's has he been on a bender for the last week? Or mate, he'd be on the carver, so he'd be feeling nothing. Yeah. Like he'd be feeling no pain at all. That's he'll be just taking the the regenerative properties, and but he'll probably be better. You tip with your head, not with your heart. So I'm uh, I'm going to go Brisbane on this one. You tip with your head, not with your heart. That's what I go manly plus. <laughs> Look, it's just a value better the weekend. Newcastle Knights take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. This one's at Hunter, Sunday Arvo. And uh, Cronulla by 1,000. Fucking <sighs> Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. Trent Hodgkinson, though, he's uh, putting his hand up to say, look, you know, Loz, I can do the job for Origin. If that shit can't, it gets... Honestly, apart from Blake Ferguson, he's the player's name I least... I'm looking forward to seeing Origin yeah. <laughs> side. I'm sorry, mate. You've done the job in the past for the Sunshine Coast Seagulls, Manly, and uh, and, at time, at, at, and and for New South Wales on that one one time where yeah. we absolutely kissed on the dick that yep. for that one brief year. Yeah. <laughs> not today. No. Not Sunday. <laughs> I slaughtered. At the hands of the Sharks. Uh, the Sharks are going okay, and um, the Knights are not the team that are going to unseat them, even though it is at home. Yep. The West Tigers take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. I'm forgetting. Is it an on-week or an off-week? I think it's an on-week for the Doggies this week, isn't it? It was their off-week last week. No, nah, hang on. It, it's a... Yeah, because remember, they were on the week before, but they, they only ground out. They barely won, and then they, they were off last week, so they lost. They lost to Parramatta. Yeah, and so they're, so, okay, so they're on yeah. again. And they're against so, the West Tigers, which is pretty much an on week for most teams. Yeah, but see, does the does the bye week count as their on week? Ooh, fuck, now we're getting scientific on this shit. Essential. Yeah, all right. Um, oh, hang on, no, Tigers. Yeah, I'm going the dogs. <laughs> uh, Woods has been named to return. Uh, Moses uh, there as well and you know I think Moses Brooks and Farah together uh, uh, without Teddy Mm. that's a that's a a pretty cancerous combination because the West Tigers have looked their best this year when either Brooks or Moses is not in the field field. and it doesn't matter which one it is but one of them has to be gone yeah and so, until they can figure out how to operate as a side with both of them in there, mm-hmm. then I, d- I don't, I don't see them winning. Mm-hmm. And G Teddy, I mean, like he's always good for a try, even a game where he gets injured and knocked yep. out for six weeks, he still gets a try before yeah, he's gone. Exactly. You know, exactly. uh, his his importance to the side you know, cannot possibly be overstated. So, I think that's going to hurt as well, especially in Justin Hunt is is a replacement. Um, Gold Coast Titans take on the Sydney Roosters at Hope Solo Coliseum in front of no doubt about 4,000 people um, this one Monday Night Football and uh, on my birthday and gee the oh. rugby league gods have delivered me an absolute fucking shit cut <laughs> game <laughs> so look the Roosters almost at that sort of full strength situation you know with air quotes certainly as as full strength as they, as they've been this year you know, yep. including last week as, as, as well was the first last week was the first kind of time when they play with almost as you know much strength as they could muster this season and they you know the results spoke for themselves I mean they absolutely fucking slaughtered um, the Knights to nil the Titans had their first real capitulation of the season last week did they not yeah, they did. That was last week's game, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Their first real capitulation, so... Jeez, it's ominous. The Roosters need to gain momentum 
putting floggings on teams. The Titans may have lost that plucky little outsider who played with heart to the end and just wasn't quite good enough. Mm. If, if you looked at this purely based on, on form, mm-hmm. if this was round one of the competition, you'd pick Roosters 13 Although, plus and, and wouldn't think twice about yep. it. So I think Roosters back at full strength. You've got a, a couple of guys in there who are playing for an origin spot. I don't think yeah. Guerra's guaranteed it for Queensland. No, and Cordner's um, Corden obviously and in the frame, but not guaranteed either. Yeah, he's you know, playing City Country. Mitchell Pearce so. has got that situation where uh, he's allegedly said that he doesn't want to be considered, but um, but then Laurie Daly has since said that, like, no, if he's if he's on, he's getting picked. Um, and then, you know, then whether he accepts it or makes himself unavailable, I don't, in I don't know. In other news, Laurie Daly's a fuckwit. Yeah, yes he is. Yes he is. Um, whatever happens, I'd just like to see that you know, like you know, Ignatius Parsi fucking run straight over the top of Blake Ferguson mm. several times. Yes. Uh, anything to damage his chance of origin because I really don't want to get in a situation where I'm watching State of Origin and don't give a fuck about the result. I know. I mean, that's why that's one of the the times of the year where you know this. It doesn't matter how how teams are going yep. and all that sort of thing. You, you, like, you give I'll a fuck support, about the I'll support Greg Bird. Yeah. To, to an extent, but Paul Gallen, like all that shit, cunts. Yeah, Ferguson would uh, would probably probably tip me. Yeah, but uh, I think I think the Roosters got covered. I mean, yes, there's the Monday night thing, and the underdog, you know, has got up more often. You know, not more often than not, but you know, certainly more than the mean. <sighs> However, no, I still think the Roosters. Yep. That is full time for episode 221. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. So uh, make sure if you're a Facebook listener, you throw your comments on there as well, and uh, we'll read them out in the show. Facebook guys, they're not they're not as interactive as the as the Twitter guys. They're kind of there, and you know they're there because they're sharing the posts and liking that sort of thing. But they're just not as uh not just jumping in for the interaction. But uh, you know that Facebook section it looks very bare some weeks. So yeah, by all means, get on there. Couple of reviews this week. Uh, three, in fact, four. Um, we'll go back from the uh, furthest one to the most recent one. Abu Hajar. You know about Abu Hajar? There's this fucking video on like I was on on Vice or something where Vice had had acquired by whatever means a GoPro that was on the head of, like, an ISIS guy. Yeah, and And they're in the back of this, um, this uh, like, uh, shoddily armoured truck yep. that had been, you know, homemade armour on this truck. And there's, like, you know, three ISIS guys in the back and they're on the way to, to ta- like, to a, maybe, like, a like a Peshmerga control, yeah, you know, area. Yeah. And the shooting starts while, it, while the truck's driving. And the, the, and it's just, like, it's like that... I, I did see the clip. I didn't know that was his name. Yeah, it's like that. It's like Leroy Jenkins, like, the, walk, the, the World of Warcraft yeah. thing. Like... <laughs> And just going, like, Abishar, fucking, <laughs> he's like shooting a rocket launcher and the back blast is like singeing them. And <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I, I wonder how creatively edited the whole thing was because it does seem like a really, uh, a really good anti-ISIS propaganda piece. <laughs> like, and like, I don't know, I wonder if it was edited when, um, like before Vice got it or, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't trust anything that comes out of a war zone, but it's it's fucking hilarious, and it is it's like the it's like a real life Leroy Jenkins situation. So, um, but Abu Hajar is he obviously survived. I thought he died. 
But uh, welcome, Jay, five stars. In the words of Justin Timberlake, Jay is bringing X Factor back. <laughs> yeah, those other non-X Factors don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see Jay seamlessly bring his X Factor to the pod, 10 out of 10. Uh, hashtag delicious five stars by someone... <laughs> His username is X Factor. E X P H A K T O R. Hands down, the funniest, the best podcast I've ever heard. There are probably words I could use to describe the Nate J combo, but I don't have the necessary vocabulary to do it justice. So I'll just use that one term I do know that describes what these two have going on for two to three hours a week. X Factor. As a new listener, I also went from this season back to older episodes, and despite the games long gone and players at new clubs, the shit-talking is still as fresh as it is today. Spewing on Mr. Glenn Dynasty, but not so spewing that I'm going to be salty about it. Go Penrith, keep it up, boys. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of yours, too. Uh, Rob Sold Out, who we saw on on Twitter uh, this week as well. Harsh but fair, five stars. Was expecting this week's episode to be the equivalent of bite the pillow, I'm going in dry. At least they took us out to dinner first. This Parramatta fan appreciates these cunts tenderness. How do you get the fucking C-bomb through there? He's just, it's, wow. I didn't know you could get a C-bomb through the Apple thing, but I'm looking at it. It's plain as day. There's no way, there's no way you can substitute letters or anything either. Well done, Rob Sold out. You're, You're a fucking innovator. Um... Froggy Style 101, top job, five stars. I look forward to listening to this podcast every week. Pair of funny. That's it. It's like, <laughs> I, perhaps Abu Hajar shot him mid-sentence, of, you know, mid-typing his review. It's like someone's caught him jerking off. It's, <laughs> it's like, gotta go. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, okay, so... Um, Seriously, one of the best ways you can support the show is by hitting the subscribe button on iTunes and giving us a review is even better. And like, I'm I'm loving the review. The review game lately has just been tremendous. It has been stepped like, the, up. The, the level has been stepped up. The volume of them is fantastic. I love getting like you know, you know several a week. That's great. But um, the the creativity is, is just fantastic as well. Um, no change to tipping and supercoach this week. Obviously, they had the week off with the rep round and everything. Um, so I guess just remember to make your team changes and get your tips in. And um, that's pretty much it. Don't forget, if you're into MMA, listen to This Week in MMA. Uh, on iTunes, you can find that, of course. And if you're into, like, you know, pop culture, movies, comic books, superhero shit, the odd wrestling, that kind of thing. Uh, Rocks and Diamonds podcast, also on iTunes as well. That one's only coming up to the eighth episode. I think this week is number eight. So uh, still getting that one off the ground there, but uh, enjoying the feedback and uh, enjoying doing that one as well, talking shit about movies and stuff. That one is fantastic. Get on that one. Yes, and I'm I'm loving it because it's just with the listeners and the uh, and and with Jay obviously doing it, just the amount of suggestions and things for like you know new comic book series and things like that to read is it's fucking great. Like it, you can actually fill your reading list up, you know, in, in you know in the future because often like I like to read like you know like a, a trade paperback or like a collected thing, you know, like fifty issues of a comic. And uh, so it's great to actually have the next one lined up. So you know, because that the, that waiting, like you know, month to month waiting for you know the week when you know your issue comes out. We we are a, a soundbite culture, aren't we? We're a one yeah. now culture. Yeah, exactly. Can't deal mm. with it. TV shows. I'd rather binge watch TV shows than have the you know the, the terrible oh, Game of Thrones. Like waiting another week. Fuck! Come on, man. First world problems. Well. Netflix, though. They just dump them there, so you just go fucking bam, just blast straight through them if you want to, but uh, yeah. I've got fucking Paul Prince Ali Ababwa blowing people up with his rocket launcher, <laughs> and you're fucking... <laughs> Did you say Paul Prince Ali Ababwa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. 
That's it. That's all we've got time for. And the reason I say that is because we are under the two-hour mark by one minute and five, four, Unless three. I filibuster for... Uh... You will not filibuster because we uh, are not going over two hours this week. So all you guys like M51 Avoider on Twitter who like to uh, who, who like to bring it up when we go over the two hours when we promise we're going under two hours. This week, sir, you can suck it because we are going to clear it easily. And that is it. Later. Talk to you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.